the host of the Planet Comedy Podcast, your beautiful, beautiful host. Uh, as you guys can see, well, if you're not just listening, you can't see, I'm repping my, my Yellowstone hat today. I'm joined by, oh, I want to say a friend of the show, but you're like family pretty much. I've known you absolutely my whole life. life. Miss Jasmine, how do you pronounce your last name? Exactly. McHugh. McHugh. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here. Now, to explain who you are, you are my mother's best friend. Since, Absolutely. She is my soulmate. Since when? 27 years. That was oh a really God. long time, I know. I was about to say, I'm only 26, so yeah, as long so. as I've been alive. Absolutely. That was actually one thing we bonded over. Um, she had just had you when we met. Really? Yeah. She was 19, 20. Mm-hmm. God. We were babies. Oh, yeah. That's what always kills me. I'm just like, I don't understand how you did it. I'm 26, and I still don't think I could. My brain melts anytime I think about having small children. Um. Yeah, my brain melts about thinking about it at this point in my life. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I wouldn't want to go through it again. Love the ones I got, but don't want to do it again. Don't want to do it again? No. No, 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 no. So... Tell everybody a little bit about yourself. What do you do for a living now, currently? Um, I work all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, I'm actually currently trying to successfully raise um, a 17-year-old kid into adulthood. That's always fun. Yeah. That sounds fascinating. Yeah, it is. She's, she's amazing. But I don't think I'm allowed to say who I work for. I'm not allowed to talk about that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast that I'm working on, I know that they told me that I wasn't allowed to mention the name. I will say that I am a delivery driver. Yeah. 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 Well, that's nice. If you fed your ex <laughs> Starburst and what? <laughs> they said, don't say anything about us. Yeah, I'm not wink, allowed to wink. mention any names. I understand. That's always fun. I've never, I don't think I've ever had anybody that's had their company tell them, hey, don't say anything. Yeah, they're they're real particular about that kind of stuff. To be so. fair, I've never asked the people I work at that my 9-to-5 job if it's okay if I mention anything. Um, I just kind of just bowled ahead and was just like, yeah, hey, you know. Although I've, I've just said what kind of establishment I work at. I don't know if I've ever said specifically, specifically where I work. names. Yeah. yeah. I know some companies are real weird about that, and I know the one that I work for is really weird about that. Um, most big we've done big well it's a big corporation are, yeah. yeah so we've done tiktoks and stuff before in uniform and that's a that's a no-no so we have to take those down <sighs> yeah i love that they are that invasive that they're just like hey no unacceptable you can <laughs> this is not happening yeah this is unacceptable you cannot <laughs> be doing these dances in our uniform I think it's the content, especially with me. Like, I get a lot of... I mean, if it makes you feel any better, I have a friend who used to work for UPS and ran a forklift into one of their planes, so... Ran a forklift into the plane? Yeah. Oh. That's always super fun. I bet. That sounds expensive. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would imagine so. No, but did he do a TikTok about it? No, that's true. That would have been even better, I think. That would have right? been an even better moment. That would have been a viral. If for he sure. would have just been, if he would have immediately hopped on TikTok and been like, ah, I fucked ah, up. Look what I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he didn't call it. He didn't tell me that forever. I could, didn't even know that was the reason. I thought he quit that UPS and then he was like, no. Nice. But I mean, there's no names involved. Yeah. But yeah, so, um, I mean, I work a lot. I work seven days a week right now, and it's it's a lot. But again, it's only temporary. I mean, so. you're doing what you have to do in this economy. Yep, you do. It's rough. Single mom in it. Yeah, it's rough out here. Yeah. Plus, tis the season. Good Lord, yeah, we're Christmas busy time. as we can be. And then kiddo just handed me her holiday wish list the other day yeah what's fell out i was about to say what is you're a as a single mother i just you know i just recently got engaged to a single mom and i just now realized what it's like to shop for small children oh it's as 10 year olds i'm having a hard children time are easy to what's shop what i'm saying for. even as 10 year olds i'm having a hard time i can't imagine what it's like to try to shop for a oh 17 year old a 17 year old girl that yeah. is it's insane like she handed me a, her wish list and it was 13 different sets of jordans and um the first, yeah the first one that i pulled up was like twenty five hundred dollars and i was like what the fuck? And you were like whoa like she really thinks that i make money out here huh and you're like let's narrow that down to two. yeah so i was like okay i'm gonna veto this first pair and then yeah. you scroll through the rest of them but yeah. do you have anything on this list that is under a thousand dollars right we can talk about that yeah i think the cheapest pair of shoes she had on there was like four hundred dollars so yeah shoes are so expensive especially they, they really are especially i mean you know these kids they get into these fads and they want to look good and they want what everybody else has and as a parent you know you want to you want them to be happy and you want them to have what they want but at the same time you got to be realistic about shit i did i will tell you this um I wouldn't recommend this. Was it three years ago? I just got it paid off. A pair of shoes that she wanted. Oh my god! Um, yeah, I had to take out a loan. <laughs> you know it was a pair of Dior's. So. Oh. Yeah, had to take out. It took me three years to pay them off. I just got them paid off, and then she handed me a new list. She so. was like, "Hey." Yep. It worked last time. Let's yeah. do it again. She's like treating these shoes like cars. She's like, "Listen, <laughs> got one paid off." It's time for a new one. <laughs> At least the interest rate was low. That's true. God, I can't imagine having shoes that expensive, though. Yeah, I can't imagine. I, I don't know. I had a moment of insanity, I think. Temporary insanity is what I'm going to plead on that. Cause well, no. I mean, just you love your kids, and you're just like, all you right. You do, but I mean, come you get the on. Chance to, like, you get the chance to seriously spoil them. You're like, all right. I could have right, actually went and got another car <laughs> for that ride. So. But it'd be like that. Yeah, I can't imagine because I am just having trouble finding like just things they want. The big thing they want is a cell phone. I'm just like, no. Oh, their first cell phone. That's not. Oh, a 10 years old? Luckily, that's not a decision I have to make. Right. Yeah, so I just, just get the supporter. Yeah, I'm on the outside looking in, <laughs> just being like, hey, what? I'm like the backup quarterback. All right, I just get to watch from afar, take notes on my clipboard, and be like, "All right, if I have to get in there, right, I think I know what to do." I just, I'm just, I'm doing what I'm told to do. Yeah, yeah at this point, if I have to play, all I got. So is it the ten year old wanting the cell phone? Both of them. They're both, both ten. They're both. Are they twins? Yeah, they're oh, twins. Okay, okay. Only. Ooh, that's gonna be rough. Yeah, it's hard. You, I, you constantly feel like you can't buy one of them something without, without the other. Yeah. yeah. It's 
and so it makes it especially hard to shop for them but they have very distinct personalities so it, it makes it even worse because sometimes you're like yeah but i know you won't want this thing <laughs> like <laughs> they want it because the other one has yeah it, they like, don't really want it that's what i'm trying to explain one, sometimes. why don't i have one yeah it's, you, it's rough to explain to them sometimes it's like listen the only reason you want this is because your brother has it <laughs> I know you well enough to tell you, you will never <laughs> you use that thing. This, you'll throw it in the corner and you're just going to stare the at it. The second we give you one, that is trash. Right. So. I couldn't imagine having twins. I've thought about that a lot over that, though. Yeah, it's honestly it reminds me a lot of when me and Logan were younger. Mm-hmm. They just like for a while, she said for a while they were close as could be. And I came around and they were super cool for a minute. And then they hit about 10 going on 11 and constantly all they do is fight with each other over little things. And I'm just like, I remember this age. Since you came into the picture? Uh, yeah. Ooh, I wonder. I know, it's weird. I wonder if it's because they feel, because they're boys, right? Yeah, they're both boys. You're another male figure in the house and they feel threatened. You're taking mom's attention. I mean, that's fair. (laughs) <laughs> that's probably somewhat yeah. true but you know but they were here's the thing i wonder also if you're good to them and you make mom happy so they'll yeah well i also wonder if it's just they're you know starting to hit puberty and yeah it could be that the more too. testosterone you get because i mean logan fought all the time like there was like me and logan were super oh my cool. god you and logan yeah and then <laughs> you just hit i really do feel like they're like it's probably partially that but also you just hit a point with your siblings where it's just like everything they say you're just like fuck you yeah, <laughs> for sure. I can see that. Because they have moments. Like, most of the time, super cool. It's just one or two little things that spiral out of control. Well, I mean, they're twins, so they're always probably going to be close. But, you know, it's that sibling rivalry. Yeah. I had that with, I had five brothers. I think so. I don't think they compete with me for much for her attention as they compete with each other. Yeah. I think they kind of understand that, like, the attention I get from her is different than the attention that she like. You know what I mean? It's a different thing. Yeah, it's a yeah. different kind of relationship. So but it doesn't. Still, they you're... don't feel threatened as much by it. But they they fight with each other. I they may not realize that's what they're doing, but they fight with each other over her all the time. All the time, and that I completely understand. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you and Logan were relentless. I've seen you guys get in some pretty good. Fight. So I'm saying me and Logan are not twins and we're not even the same age. So I can't imagine if I had someone who was the exact same age as me and I had spent my entire life around. Yeah. I just feel like eventually it's just inevitable. Well, and then also trying to develop, being twins like that, I feel like it'd be hard to develop your own, your own individuality. Yeah. Well, I think, I can't remember if it, I think this year is their first year they've ever been in different classes is what she told oh, me. Oh, okay. So, Which is probably good for them. Yeah. They need that. Yeah. They, that was what they wanted. They did want that. They yeah, asked for it. They were like, "We want to be in separate okay, classes." Okay, so yeah, that's definitely which is probably like you said. They they're trying to develop different. their own personalities. Absolutely, yeah. Super fun. It's good. It's been a. They're both hilarious. Are they? Yeah, they're super funny kids. So is that the only two kids she has? Yeah. Okay, so she just has the two boys. That's probably it too. I'm so happy for you guys. By the way, congratulations. Thank you. I know. I'm just super lucky. Just keep Have you set a date yet? No, we keep, but we're just kind of waiting it out just because like her cousin's getting married. So they're doing that. And I don't think we're going to do anything real big. I think we're probably going to do a super small ceremony. I better be there. And then have a reception. 
Okay, at least at the reception. Well, yeah, that's what everybody <laughs> says. Like, the wedding might be maybe 15, 20 people, and you'll probably be there on my side. I would say. I can't imagine. Like, there's not a lot of people I can think off the top of my head that I would immediately invite. Mm-hmm. I think Logan would probably be my best man despite all of the wars we've had with each other. Yeah. But Logan came on here. Did he? Yeah. We lost a lot of the audio from that episode. I'll have to invite him back on. It was tragic, but we had a great time. I love Logan. Me and him, <laughs> we vibe in a way that's crazy because, again, we have that whole aunt-nephew dynamic, but at the same time, we, like, click on a best friend level. That's what Lindsay was like, oh, my God, if you guys were the same age, it'd be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Logan's super chill. Yeah. Logan's a lot. Logan has more of my mom's personality. Yeah. And I think that's why he and I get along so well. Yeah. Because I... I don't know. I don't, I don't know who I remind myself of. I don't, feel like, I don't feel like I always act like my dad. I mean, my you dad very... look dead-ass like your dad. Yeah. I mean, you're a spitting image of your dad. That's what I can says. see a lot of your dad in your personality just because um, he's... <laughs> he is an intellectual like you. So you guys have this... I mean, I can definitely see a lot of him and you. Yeah, just the way I think we both are a little bit socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Just a smidge. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm much more. I have a lot more of my mom's bubbly personality, You're especially not when I drink. Burnout as your dad. No. <laughs> Love that man to death. Oh, I, my that, God. my dad's my favorite. I remember hanging out with him back in the day, and half of the shit that he said, I swear it was like hanging out with a surfer from California. He's the best. I know. He's <laughs> the best. I love it. He is still in my phone as Pizza Man. Like, I know. That's still what... calling Pizza Man to this day. Yeah, that's my favorite thing. So for people, I don't think I've ever even told the, told the story on the podcast, is that, so, what was it? That he went to Gary's house, and Gary's someone that my dad knows. I think his brother, Brian's almost been on the show a couple times. He's yeah. a mu- like a, he does music. Yeah. But he went to their house for, like, they ordered pizza to a party. Yeah, we were yeah. all at a big-ass party. That was the hangout. Yeah. That was Hoppy's house. Oh, it yeah, well, hangout. it's because he's got this fucking giant like cabin <laughs> out in the middle of nowhere yeah, there would be 40 50 people out there. i remember the first time i went out there i was like 16 17 and i was like hold the fuck on you yeah. guys have had this the whole time i've been a teenager and you just never said anything to me do you understand how tore up i could have gotten here that was the party spot that's where we were at every single weekend and half the time through the week like but yeah the first time we ever met your dad it was we had ordered pizza and he showed up there. He, showed, he was, he was delivery a delivery man. guy, and he came in and got high as fuck with us. That sounds about right. <laughs> he just Wait, took... am I allowed to say that on here? Yeah, you're good. Okay. I'm sure he wouldn't. I'll ask him. We'll see. <laughs> I can fit. I can edit it out if not, but I would assume All he's right. fine. But yeah, so from that from that night on, it was game on. And then that's actually how I ended up meeting your mom because. We invited him to the next party. The next gin dig, and yep, he brought and he her. brought your mom. And yeah. That sounds cool. about right. Yep. So, They're you guys, don't ignore your pizza delivery people. They may be the coolest people you ever yeah, met. Yeah, they may For lead sure. you to meet. They may be some of your best friends yep. one day. <laughs> Offer them a lunch. Every once in a while, just be nice to your pizza <laughs> delivery men. 
Yeah, that was my dad has been the pizza man my entire life. That's what people here know him as. Yep. Which blows me away because in a similar sense went like where I went to high school, everyone knows me as Special K and there's people who don't know my real name. Special K, really? Yeah. You party like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it was that I wish it was that cool. I can't even remember what it was about now. It was something to do with football, but for the longest time I would go to parties. Like I would go to have people's house parties and they'd be like, Special K and I'd be like and I would ask Kyle, I'd be like, you think they won't know my real name? And he'd be like, I don't know. And I'd be like, I'd be like, dude, I will bet you $20 right now. I'll ask them if they know my real name. And he would, would never take me up on it because he'd be like, fuck, I don't know. Because <laughs> there were so many times I'd be, he'd be confident and I'd be like $10 and I'd be like, hey, what's my real name? And the panic that would just immediately go through these people. If you know my hilarious. real name, I'll give you 20 bucks right yeah. now. <laughs> if you know what my real name is, I'll give you $30. Right. And they would just stare at me, and I'd be like, that's what I thought. That's when you just take a guess in the dark. That's yeah, I you mean. just take a shot at it. Yeah. I'm just like, so it starts with a K. Right? So you are like <laughs> at least 30% the it's way there. Ketamine? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I might be like, you know what? You're wrong, but I'm going to give you $10 anyway. Please go tell people my name is Ketamine. (laughs) Go forth and spread this. Now, so you are starting your own podcast, right? Correct? I am. What is the name of this show? Pretty Primal. All right, I love it. What's it gonna? What's your premise? It's um, it's gonna be a podcast about anything and everything. Like, um, I have, you know, friends that I talk to on a very open and very raw and real level. Um, and love talking about. I love getting into deep conversations. I love debating. I love hearing other people's opinions on things. Um, and then I listen to a lot of podcasts, and it dawned on me that. Most of these podcasts are very one-sided, like, yeah. you know, you, um, because it's, mine's going to cover, you know, relationships, sex, love, um, finances, just, I mean, I'm going to run the gamut on this. So, um, but a lot of them are very one-sided, especially when you've got the ones that regarding relationships and love, you know, you've got everybody pointing the finger at each other and not actually taking a look at what's wrong in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Probably definitely going to hurt a lot of people's feelings, and I'm going to get a lot of lashback on some of the things that I say because it's going to be very unconventional. Um, I, didn't, I don't know if it's because I grew up with so many brothers. I have a very guy mentality about a lot of stuff. So, um, and it's not that, you know, I'm like swayed either way genderly. I just, right is right and wrong is wrong, and people are just, you know, too busy blaming each other for shit. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a very dirty, <laughs> very raw, very real. Um, but it's going to get to the bottom of everything, you know, without placing blame. And I'm hopefully going to make people look at themselves and work on themselves from within. Sounds fascinating. Yeah. So I mean, it sounds... Those are the best kinds of shows, though, is when you just kind of go at things without <clears throat> censoring yourself or holding anything back. Yeah, for sure. I so, mean, those are the best conversations. Yeah, and that's the only way you're going to get to the bottom of things, though, is if you're honest with yourself. If you're trying to, you know, think about who you're going to offend or who's going to be upset when you say things. You're just, yeah, it's for not sure. worth 
I mean, you know, I conversation. Yeah, I listen to you know I listen to several man based podcasts, um, and I have to agree with a lot of what they say. You know, I'm not one of these females that's out here saying, "Oh, I can't believe he fucking said that." Fuck him. You know what I mean? Because a lot of what they say, I mean, they're telling you they're spitting the truth. You know, but women have a tendency to get pissy and not want to listen. They shut down, you know, but then you go to the women's podcast because I listen to several of those and they, you know, they have a lot of valid points as well. Um, and then the guys get shitty because, oh, well, she's blaming us. And th- this one, mine, hopefully is going to make all of us look at ourselves. Like, I want the men to look at themselves. I want the women to look at themselves. Like, stop placing blame because we're all fucked up. You know, well, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's everyone's crazy. You just have to find a crazy that matches your crazy. Absolutely. That's you know, and stop, stop pointing the finger. Yeah, know? stop getting mad at everyone else. Now, I will say there are some people who you know, admittedly are assholes. You have that in the world. But... Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But, but I think a lot of people are the problem with the world today, and you know, that's one of my biggest things is I'm just now like I'm not dating dating at all. Um. Because it's terrifying. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, it's horrifying. terrifying. You know, I just got out of a really long relationship. Not just. When I say just, I mean like three years ago. So I mean, your girl is just... a little bit parched over here. But <laughs> I'm saying, I mean, I, I mean you know, I, I look at my options and I see what's out there. And, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to make those connections because everybody is so guarded and everybody, you know, is... Everybody wants instant gratification, and we live in a world of instant gratification, and it's, you know... Oh, yeah, especially in the world of the internet. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just so easy to jump from this one to this one to this one, it's, you know, so... Um, so how long what, before, three years ago, was it before, like, how long were you in the relationship? 15 years. Yeah, see, that's what I was going to say. You say three years. Just out of the 18, out of the last two decades. I am saying. (laughs) I don't even know how to begin dating. You know, I really don't. You know, and I. So you don't know how any of the new stuff works. I, well, you know, I. Do you online date at all? I stay up to date on stuff, but what's that? Do you online date at all? No, no. I, okay, let me tell you. I'll tell I downloaded a dating app and i had it for two weeks all right let's be real let's be completely honest here what kind of dating app are we talking a dating dating app like hey well, let's, I thought let's go out to dinner a dating or app. like That's, okay i thought it was that because you know i had friends telling meet me, me in the this rv's is what bathroom you need, to do. you need to get on you need to do this you need to you need to get on this and they you know they led me toward hinge which was supposed right, to be yeah, that okay, is, that yeah. is a, that actually is supposed to be more okay, of a yeah, that's what I thought, you know. So I had it for two weeks because it's not like <laughs> I mean, I guess sometimes you get it, a lot of them get invaded by that not being the, the oh my the, god, yeah. it was crazy. Like I had you know two hundred guys in my inbox asking me right out of the gate, "Are you into anal?" And I was like, "What the? Uh, fuck? This is how you're going to open the conversation?" That's why I understand why they get so intense. Like, listen, I know. Don't get me wrong, I I got out of a serious like six year relationship before like you know three I would say three four years ago before I met Samantha. Mm-hmm. I, probably, oh God, that's even longer than that. I keep forgetting how old I am. 
So it's probably like I really Shut the fuck up all right the time. Now. I so it was probably more like now. six years ago this happened when I was in my twenties, when I was early, early twenties. And I went through a period where I was just like, Well, you know what, I'll just I'm not gonna date, but I'll fish around. And as someone who did that, it like it, you'll be surprised how just being a regular person, how far that has gotten me on some of these dating websites. Just really? Being someone, in what way? Like, just someone who's just, like, talks to you like a regular person. Like, yeah. hey, how I feel are like you? I, they shut down. Like, people don't know how to have a conversation. No. You know, I try to have a conversation, and they, it's like I'm trying to talk to a fourth grader. They're like, uh, how you doing? Like, I mean, it's like, you know, you can't, they just, people just don't know how to interact anymore, I feel like. And I blame that. I blame technology. Yeah, really that do. is technology's fault. Well, not only that, it's just, I think technology gives a lot of people an avenue to just act a little more brazen than they would in public. Like, yeah. when you're in front of someone, you can't say some of the things that these dudes say well, on these I, dating websites. Well, that's yeah. not, I guess, necessarily true. <laughs> I've heard some dudes say some wild <laughs> shit, so I guess that's not incredibly true. <laughs> I was sitting in a parking lot last night waiting on a friend and had somebody peck on my window and ask me if I wanted blow. I was like, what? Hey, you know what? <laughs> in the frame of things that he could but say to you, least, that's not terrible. At least now hey. I know where I can go get blow. Yeah. <laughs> a guy, he's just a drug dealer. He's just hustling. <laughs> Ray was definitely hustling. Like, listen, I'm not saying it's a good thing. I I'm respect just, it. Yeah, I I'm respect. just saying you can respect that. He's not, he didn't like whip his dick out in front of you. He was just like, hey, you want some coke? <laughs> no, that's that's definitely a story that you need to have your mom tell because we've oh had God. that happen to us for sure. Yeah, that's true. You and my mom, I would be classified as like me too not too long ago. <laughs> of like, what is it, 10 years ago, seven years ago, something like that? A little bit. When was this happen? When did this happen? When the guy with his dick out? Yeah. Um. Oh, my God. I would assume it was when you were younger, not yeah, recently. We, recently. We were, yeah, uh, I, it was probably 15 years ago. No, it was yeah. longer than that because, oh, my God. Well, it was a long time ago. We're just going to say that. It was a minute ago. <laughs> yeah. But still. Comes running what a out story. to the car right up to her window. Yeah. Well, I was driving. Like, I was in shock and was laughing so hard. I couldn't even back the car out. And she was like, Jasmine, why are you not driving away? And I was like, yeah. like my mom's just saying. I can't even like, see through the tears of laughter. On the window. <laughs> I need you to start. All right. We have been here an awkward amount of time. Now we need to leave. <laughs> yeah. No, but people, you're right. I mean, people, they are more brazen and they definitely feel more confident to say things. They can get away with it because they're not face to face. And again, though, you know, that's just, you know, another example of people not being able to communicate anymore. No. Well, no one's able to communicate. Yeah. That's rough. I think it's part of the reason people listen to podcasts so much it's interesting like almost like listening it's almost like yeah living you're by, living almost vicariously. having a conversation yeah without having a conversation it's, you get to live vicariously you're not communicating you. they're communicating yeah they're you. communicating yeah. for you yeah it is i listen to podcasts all day while i'm what what are your like interests like when you listen to podcasts everything oh my gosh i i mean i listen to everything i listen to do you mean name the podcast or just? I mean, you can do it. You can name a couple, but like, like I listen topics, to anything. Um, I listen to, you know, sex, relationships. I listen to, uh, true crime. I love those. Everybody does true crime. Yeah, love those. Um, I listen to financial advice ones. 
Um, that's good. Mental that's health ones. On. See, mental health ones have always intrigued me because I always feel like that's super interesting. Yeah, I've been working a lot on that area of my life lately. Oh. It's a super, like, on the last show I just did last week with Troy, we talked about, like, gun violence. And I was like, and I we were talking about, like, obviously I'm, I am in support. I support like common sense gun laws and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I do think there are a lot of changes we can make that would make it harder for people to get these guns. But also, I'm like, but also like, why are 17 year olds walking into high schools or to kindergarten classes and shooting people? That doesn't right. make any sense. Right. I think there is a really bad mental health issue in this country. Like, I think people just don't kind of give a shit. Well, I mean, and I think because I mean, I think about to where I was when I was in high school. You know. We had less gun laws than we have now. Yeah. And there weren't, you know. This wasn't that, I don't think this. any of us thought about walking into a high school. You know, it just didn't happen then. Um, but at the same time, there was a lot more you, there's consequences to your actions then. There was a lot more, like, I feel like we've coddled our kids and we've, I'm going to piss off a generation here, but I mean, we were raising a generation of people who don't have to that don't accept responsibility for their actions and that don't don't see the consequences to their actions and don't i mean we've babied them so much that i think that plays a lot into it i really do probably there's probably a lot of i think there's i think there's just been a lot of can like there's been so much change just in the last 25 yeah. 35 and you've years you got that... a lot of kids that are raised by their grandparents and by their you know a lot of kids raising themselves you got a lot of yeah. there's a lot of disconnect with in families and i think you just the i i think there's just kind of like the way things have i don't even know if it's like a how to explain the way things have changed for the last generation like there's been so much change about the world not just like the like not just the internet, but uh, the recession in two thousand eight, economically, politically, there's been so much go on that I feel like it's almost like the sand has shifted beneath everyone's feet. If you're not, and if you were not set before that happened, you're kind of just been keeping your head above water since about two thousand twelve. I would agree with that. I would definitely agree with that. There's I, definitely been a shift. Yeah, and I think that's a big part of the reason, like, people feel like the next generations are in such trouble is because I feel like generations raising kids have never felt so insecure themselves mm-hmm. that it makes you feel like, well, how like how can things get better? Yeah. If we've had such a problem, like, how can you establish such an unstable base? I think that's why everybody's so worried. I think everything just feels everything feels so unsure yeah, and, and unsecure. Disconnected yes. that people are I think people are just genuinely worried about what the world's gonna look like thirty five years from now. Mm-hmm. I have a really good friend that I talk to about things like this. And um he has some really interesting viewpoints on it. But I do think people he, have a real problem. I think the issue people have today more than I've ever seen isn't so much a like the ability to take responsibility it's the ability to admit that you're wrong yeah. i think people can take responsibility for things but they're the well, ability to admit taking, like with the, the ability to just admit to not only yourself but to other people like all right you were like i was completely wrong you were right mm-hmm. i think people have such a difficulty doing that anymore. well that kind of goes hand in hand though in order to yeah you know in order to 
take responsibility, you have to be able to admit yeah, that you're, you were wrong. So, you know, that's, you're, so you're right. I mean, people don't, they have such a hard time with that, you know, it's. And I think that, like, you can really see it, like, when you, like, a person I bring up all the time, like, one of my favorite examples, one of the most, like, I, I do find him super fascinating is Donald Trump. Yeah. Is the idea that, like, I just don't think when you look at it, not just from, like, politically, I, I understand that he's super divisive and people, either people really, really love him or really hate him. I'm talking about just taking a step back and looking at a man who was a hotel tycoon and then had a reality show. And then got mad because the president made fun of him at a breakfast dinner and then became the president two years later. I'm just like, that is such an interesting psychology. And he never admits when he's wrong. And I wonder if having more people like that in the public frame, like so publicly who are just, even when it is proved, like undeniably provable, like, yeah, that's not right. That's interesting. For them to just deny, like, no. So you think that maybe we are so influenced by yes, I, I by think, our public leaders and by celebrities. Oh, yeah. I know, think that. America is more influenced by our public figures probably than any other country on earth. I would, yeah, I would agree with that for sure. I, um, I think people who are prob- more pragmatic and research don't get the attention they deserve because they're boring. Well, and then what do they watch all day long? What do they do? They're they're on TikTok. They're on social media. They're on Instagram. They're I mean, they're on all of these things, and they're watching these influencers and celebrities. And you know, again, without communicating, like really communicating, like you and I are sitting here actually having a conversation. Yeah. You know how hard this is for so many people. It's insane. It's it, well, it's insane to watch people. And here's the thing: you would think. You would have thought that the internet would help that, like the instant communicate, the ability to communicate with people instantaneously would help you connect more with people. But I think it's done done worse. It's got worse, actually. It's made it so much worse. Oh, yeah. Everyone's just so mean, it feels like, on the internet. They are. They really, really are. That's what I was going to tell you about. Like, But there's so many trolls, you know, people like there's so many unhappy people in this world. And it's like, you know, they're their whole purpose in life is just to try to drag somebody else down you know they don't have any they don't have any opinions of their own or any genuine thoughts of their own so they jump on everyone else's and just have something hateful to say you know it's you know that's like that's all they live for is just to create drama and try to bring somebody else down and i don't feel like that's a new thing but the new thing is that they just have instantaneous access to everyone else Mm -hmm. yeah and, I mean, it's it's a free range for them. Yeah. But I also, I feel like I'm a hypocrite sometimes because I'm also like, yeah, but I don't feel like you can change anything. You have to keep it completely 100% free speech. Like, what's your opinion on that? Like, my opinion has always been. Free speech? Yeah. on for, Like, in this sense. Oh, for you sure. You should be able to say whatever you want, like, including, like, if you want to get on the internet and post videos about how you are, you know, white power and all that. You should, you should be able to. I mean, however, the response is people like me should be able to post videos on the internet and call you a fucking idiot. Right. Like that's. I feel like that's the that's the trade off. I I agree with that a hundred ten percent. Like I mean, it is what it is. We've all got. You know, we've all got our own opinions and thoughts. You don't have to agree with everybody. That's the beauty of it. Is like you know. 
we are all individuals and we're all different. We all have our own ideals and thoughts and you should be able to express it no matter what it is. I don't, no matter how idiotic somebody else thinks it is or how many, how stupid somebody else may find it, then they can keep scrolling. Yeah, that's true. You can always look for something else. That's what I love. I think I love about like podcasts is that there's such a variety, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. I always advise people to, you should seek out opinions opposite of your own. Cause it's bad to live in an echo chamber. Yeah. It's bad for you to just listen to people who agree with you. Yep. I agree. That's why I love talking to people about... I like getting people's opinions. That's why originally... Okay, so my podcast... Um, God, I've been working on this for entirely too long. I really, really, really need to get it up and going. I've actually recorded four episodes. I just haven't launched them yet. Um well, Listen. I know. I don't know if anyone's <laughs> told you, but I'm trying to like build a whole production company out of this thing. Are I will, you really? Yeah, I'll launch your whole. I'll launch your four episodes. Let's for do you. this shit. I have a Hell third. Yeah. I have a third spot available that I accidentally paid for this year. What? Okay, we're gonna have to talk after this <laughs> for sure. But yeah, I've always, that's been one of my dreams of mine. Is like I've always said I wanted to turn this into like barstool sports except for more than sports oh my god well that would be a dream come true uh <laughs> yeah let's talk at let's talk after this for sure down but yeah you have four episodes recorded so what are your i, what, I do. do you have any guests like so what's the no setup, um i don't have any i want to start getting guests um i don't have any guests on the four so far i just there's been a few setbacks in my personal life um You'll when have i that. originally started when I originally came up with the idea for this, I had a whole na- whole other name for it. I had, you know, done all the work and bought, you know, the domains and done all of the research and done all the stuff. And I got, you know, I had a, um, a co-host lined up. That ended up falling through for reasons um, outside of my control. And then, you know, so that was kind of, so then I had to you know, come up with a whole new concept, a whole new name, buy a whole new domain, go through the whole rigmarole all over again. And um, I actually found another co-host and this co-host, oh my God, I mean, this was going to be the podcast of all podcasts. Just our energy together, the way that we connected in a, he was a guy. So you had you know, a female's perspective and a man's perspective, which is something that I feel like um, a lot of podcasts are lacking, you know, so it kind of filled in the blanks a little bit because I, like you talked about a while ago, I like getting other people's perspectives on, you know, different topics. So just our energy and our vibe was just on point. Um, it's and always then, hard to find. It's always hard oh to find. Oh my god, I know. You, it really you is. You have that chemistry with. And he and I would talk for hours and hours and hours every single day. And it never got dry. It was never forced. It was so easy and just it just flowed. Um so it was just the natural thing to do. And then um again, that fell through. Um so you know, now here I am trying to pick up the pieces and I was like, fuck this. I don't need anybody else. I can do this on my own. So that's kind of what I'm working on right now. I'm just now because that ended up, it set me back, um, both mentally and, um, like it took away a lot of my drive. So I'm just now getting to the 
point where I'm comfortable again and I'm ready again and I'm so that's where we're at with that well I mean it sounds like you have a, at least like your whole concept and everything figured out like what you want to do mm-hmm. would you instead of having a co-host would you think about maybe like having people swapping people out oh yeah that's def- that's how I'm gonna do now that's what I'm going for at this point you know I'm just gonna I'm gonna be the host of it and then I'm just gonna have different guests each episode uh life gets in the way a lot of times i understand that i've had been doing this show for three years now mm-hmm. and i've had i've had two different names this way originally was this and then i changed it and then i changed it back recently and we only have 13 episodes since i changed it back but i've done i've recorded probably 100 plus episodes of this podcast and i had i've got a co-host similar to you like and things were kind of like the chemistry was there. Things were really hitting, and then my friend Hunter, he his life changed. Like he got a new job, and he's working. He was working like six, seven days a week, and he's been in here a couple times since then. And then we had three people when we were co-hosting when I changed the show's name, and I always felt like the multiple people was super hard to manage. Yeah, for me, like, it's hard to get everybody on the same schedule yeah it was super hard to manage week to week and it was a lot and then when i've done since i've done this it's mostly just been me rotating different people out and getting people in when i can which has been nice yeah Uh, i mean this is nice like it's very one-on-one and it's you know don't get me wrong sometimes it's fun to have more people you have you know i think there um, are situations that you can do it it's mm -hmm. very doable but you have to have a very set goal and standard whereas like me and you like we you can come in and have just a one-on-one conversation that veers and curves and doesn't really have a set goal a set ending or a place to go you know what i mean yeah whereas i feel like if i have multiple people i always try to map that out a little bit better because it can get because everybody's got schedules yeah well not only that it's when you even if you have people in here for multiple hours it gets very chaotic yeah because you have there are several different people Trying to interject an opinion at once. Gotcha. I totally see that because there's a couple of podcasts that I I do enjoy listening to, um, just because again they have they always have very valid points and all of that. But you know they've got you know three and four hosts on it, and then they bring in a guest, and it's just it does get very chaotic, and it's sometimes hard to listen to because it's just like you know everybody's trying to talk at once or trying to talk over each other, and yeah, so totally get that. One-on-one is usually the way I do things, but I also have done a lot of group shows, and they're really fun. Like, if you can get the energy to go where go where everybody wants to go at the same places, I've noticed that when you, like, the group shots I have of people reacting to things is always fun. Yeah. So that's a good, but I don't know. It's hard to do group that ones, on the I feel like group ones would be really fun if you had, like, activities planned out. Yeah. You know? I'm still trying to get this thing open trying to open a beer oh there you go (laughs) like a champagne bottle jesus lord no uh i have a lot of faith i think you have a good personality for a show like that thank you i think you would make a a good thank you it means a lot because i mean i'm sure you've had your doubts before you've had your questions about yourself oh yeah i mean all the time but i you know and then having the setbacks that i had didn't help with that at all no you, know, you so. just have to like everybody has setbacks like i've 
just recently like i told you like with the episode with logan like i lost pretty much all the audio with that like it was all oh my god static and i i mean it's very frustrating when you have two and a half hours of recording that you can't use and you yeah. have to salvage what you can from like camera audio well my very first ever recording oh my god i was so proud of myself i really felt accomplished um because i had called you about my audio remember yeah like, and you were trying to walk me through it but I got it all figured out. They had sent me the wrong cord with my equipment was the problem. So, Which, by the way, I'll tell you the story of why I ended up not going to your house that day to help you. Why me and Samantha never showed up. Because it was, that ended up being a really fucking rowdy day. Didn't. Yeah, but go ahead. But I, um, so I got all that lined out and I recorded my very first episode and I edited it, added, you know, intro music and I had it lined out. I was so fucking proud of myself. I was so happy. I was stoked. I was like, I felt so accomplished. And, um, it was a couple of days later and and I got on there to, um, record another episode because I wanted to get somebody recorded before I started launching. And smart, my computer crashed. My entire fucking computer crashed. I lost everything. I was like, no, <laughs> it was like the gods were just pissing down my back. Oh, I, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, it's technical errors are the most frustrating thing on earth. Because I'm not a technical person. I'm really not. Like, so I'm trying oh, to no. walk myself and talk myself through all of this. I've watched so many YouTube videos and called you and yeah. talked to other people. I guess I'm not a techie person. There's I'm a just, talky person, but not techie person. There's just been so many times in my life where, like, and while doing this, I've almost thrown all this stuff out the window oh and f- rage and frustration. But <laughs> you kind of just live and learn, like, and I've taken the time. Like, it's part of the reason I want to, like, I extend the door to a lot of people when people tell me they want to, like, they're like, oh, I thought about doing a show. I'm like, bro, I will help you do a podcast. Like, I'll fail, like, I'll do a lot of the technical stuff. Oh, God. Is that your cat? I believe so. Oh my god, what's it doing? Is there another cat here? No, I don't think so. I, I probably hurt himself. He's got a. It's not, I've been taking him to the vet. He's got something wrong with his like the back of his tooth where he had surgery, and Aww. and he like every, occasionally it's not as bad anymore because I've been giving him antibiotics. And I've been treating it. I just we haven't figured out what's exactly wrong with him. I have to go back soon. Oh, kitty toothache. Yeah. It's been good for a while. It's the first time he's sounded like that in a long time. Yeah, he didn't but... sound good at all. He sounded nah. like he got stuck in the garbage disposal. <laughs> it sounded like he was, like was in a fight. <laughs> I wonder what he was eating. Occasionally he gets a hold of something and it hurts himself. Like a bone. Poor guy. But I can't remember where we were. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it sounded oh, like he was right outside the door. The podcast. Yeah, I would, I've always wanted to offer to like help people and kind of create a network of shows myself. well hey here i am yeah look be the first let's one. do it let's make a new barstool sports <laughs> that's always what together. i want to do well dave i'm coming for you dave yeah no, i'm just kidding i would love to meet him he i would love like, to meet him he seems like a fascinating man unpopular opinion amongst the females i would love to meet andrew tate like i would love to have him on my podcast oh i would love to day. talk to him I would love to have him as a guest on my podcast. It's like a dream of mine. Really? Yeah. I believe that. What is it about him? Like, do you want like do you want to like dissect him? Do you want to like know what's up? Are you um, to, like, what I is don't... it you're interested in? Just, just the way he thinks, like his realness, his you know. Again, women hate him because 
of the shit that he says, but he says this shit. He's telling the truth. Like he's, you're getting pissed and you're not listening to him. I don't, do I like everything that he says? No. You know, obviously because some of what he says sucks, but is he telling the truth? Yeah. Like, so I have to respect that, you know? Um, I can't just hate somebody because they're telling you the truth. Like, Well, and I, I've always said, I think part of it is people, I don't know. I feel like part of his little, his thing is like, part of it is he's telling like uncomfortable truth to people. And part of it is like, it's almost like a performance. Like, Oh yeah. It definitely, definitely yeah. exaggerates he's playing it a, a character. lot. He is definitely playing a character, but you know, what he says is very spot on again. <laughs> After looking into the dating world and talking to people, like guys, really—that's how they really think. That's a lot how of them. Yeah, a lot of them really are. You know, so I mean, and now that he's like this huge, you know, idol to so many of them, they like his word is gold. So they, you know, they almost they put him on this pedestal, and it's like I'm gonna do whatever he says. <laughs> You know, what would Andrew Tate do? W W A T D. What would Andrew Tate do? So, but no, I mean, That's a again, like I just not to dissect him, almost just to hang out with him. I think he would be like cool just to, to kind hang of be out like, with. "What's yeah. up?" Yeah, I don't want to yeah. challenge him. I don't want to, you know, because I'm not going to change the way he thinks. He's not going to change the way that I think. But I think that we could mutually respect each other's opinions and. Have an interesting conversation. Yeah. See, I respect that. See, that's how I feel about somebody like like Jake Paul. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would I would love to talk to him. But I also am just like, like, I feel like I'm just like, we would not agree on anything. I don't feel <laughs> right. like at all. <laughs> at all. I don't feel like we were, we'd find any case of agreement. I'm like, but I feel like we could hang out. Mutually respect. Yeah. yeah. I could be like, listen, I understand what you're doing. I get your shtick. <laughs> I know you don't want to admit it's a shtick. <laughs> and that's fine but i think you're probably a pretty interesting dude you have a lot of crazy tattoos <laughs> and you are and you have knocked some dudes out like listen I, that's why we tell people i'm like i'm not saying jake paul couldn't beat me up when i say that he has a shtick i'm just like when everybody i say like his boxing thing i'm like listen that's like a shtick that's like a whole character thing it's like a pro wrestling thing yeah. When I say that, everyone like comes at me. I'm like, listen, I'm not saying Jake Paul couldn't beat me up, but I am a five nine. Like, I'm just gonna go ahead chubby on comedian. record and say he couldn't beat me up. I, no, I, <laughs> that's a You're total brave. joke. <laughs> now, would I box him? Yeah, because I would make a lot of money to get. You hit, would make like, a lot of times. money. Yeah. like for your. You know, for your family that yeah. left behind. I'd be like, oh, okay. You're telling me. <laughs> He's going to punch me in the face maybe two, three times, and I'm probably going to go to sleep. Whatever. All right. (laughs) Sounds like a lot of money for 15 (laughs) seconds of work. Say less. Right? I wouldn't even train for that shit either. I just Would wait. you not? No. He's like not gonna win. donuts that morning. Yeah, because yeah, you're not going to win. I'm not going to beat him up. He's like 6'3". He's, legi- like, he's legitimately an athlete. He wrestled in high school and everything. And, like, I played high school football, and I was all right at that, but... You know, not like an athletic position. I wasn't like a receiver, clearly. And I'm five nine. I'm not gonna be able to beat him up. Yeah. In a boxing match. 
And a yeah, <laughs> maybe like if we like maybe maybe grappling. Yeah, maybe <laughs> like, if we like if I had like a you year, could get him to the yeah, floor. Yeah, I had like a year to train. <laughs> And we had like a wrestling match or like a re- grappling match. All right, you know what? I I will train my ass because I'm like, you know what? There's a chance. It's an outside <laughs> chance, but I got a chance. If we're boxing, I'm like, oh, there's no chance here. I'm not. I can't do anything. I'm pretty sure he could do the like the. Con- I love how. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm pretty sure he could do the cartoon thing to me, like where they touch your head and you can't hit them. He'd be so much taller than me. Like. Like people do, like bullies. Yeah, do like I'm pretty sure he could like, do that to me if he really wanted to. Probably. What were you gonna he, say? What did you say? He's six three. He's like six three, six four. He's big guy, big big guy. I want to say I might be wrong. He's big. I love guy. how guys are so fascinated with fighting and like I was at work the other day and because I'm the only female in our fleet. I love it. So I work around a a lot of guys and they're constantly talking about. Oh. Six one. I lied. He's six way taller. He's way short. He's still way taller than me, though. All right, but you know what? Six one. <laughs> six one is doable. Six one is doable. Six three. Those two inches might have had you, but you might want to train for that more. Yeah, you know what? I might yeah. take a shot at that one. He's got four wins by KO. Yeah, he's a big guy. Look, there he is with Andrew Tate. Look, they're right on the same line. Together. They they were supposed to fight each other. That was the rumor. What? Yeah, Andrew Tate used to be a kickboxer. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's there. He's supposed to box Jake Paul. That was the. I didn't know he was still fighting. Is he still hard? Or was that just a? I mean, I'm sure that it was, was a money gig. Yeah, I'm sure it was just like Jake was like, "Listen, I'll pay you two million dollars." Like, you know, Andrew got super famous, and he was like, "Let's fight." Let's do it up. Which is which? Here's the thing. At that point, if Andrew Tate knocked out Jake Paul, I feel like everybody'd be like, "All right, you know what? Maybe this Andrew Tate guy's not so bad. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe we judged him too quickly." That's the only. That's what's on the table for him because people hate Jake. They hate him. And I mean, I get it. I don't follow it well enough. Like, I follow. I him. know who they are, but I don't really. I only follow, follow them him enough to know because I. Why do I, they hate him? I grew up with a generation. He's a. He's like he grew up on Vine, like he made the Vine videos, two six oh, second videos, and that. He's so. one of those kids, but he's also kind of just a dick. Like, and I always tell people, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like you have those. I'm in the sure world. he owns that. Yeah, you know. I'm like he's just, but he's just kind of an asshole, and that's you know he owns it now. Well, I mean, he's got. Yeah, he's been a long time trying to be like he's no, a, no, a I'm, celebrity with money. Yeah. I mean, that's the way he's. I I can be an asshole. Yeah, he can afford to be an asshole. Right. And, and now it is it is monetarily beneficial for him to be an asshole because you know if the more he's an asshole, the more people want to see him get beat up, and the more people will watch his fights. Nice. So that's always a smart gig to so get. So looking into. at these pictures of him, he's. See right here, he was like a Disney kid, and for a long time, I was gonna say he, he was very looks much like a Nickelodeon. He was for the while. He was like a Disney kid, and then his brother Logan was. He was also one of those. He was the bigger star, and his brother Logan then accident. I don't know if it was accidentally. He full on purposely recorded some like a dead body where somebody committed suicide, and that was what? Like, yeah, for his blog or his vlog, and it was a bit. That was a big thing that yes. got them both in trouble. And then I can't remember. Wait, how did they just stumbled upon a dead body? They were walking through that Japanese suicide forest and stumbled <gasps> upon a dead body. Yes. What for real? Yeah. 
Oh my god, that place freaks me out. That's Have you seen I the said. movie to that? Uh, no, but I know who's the. Are you talking about the one with the girl from Game of Thrones in it? I don't know. The, I bet the, what, god, what is it called? The Forest or whatever? Yes. I saw a trailer for it and I was just like, no. Yes. I just decided against oh seeing that Oh my movie god, yeah. Know. Like, I watched that movie and it freaked me out because I believe in that kind of stuff, you know? Like, See, I don't and I still was like, nah. Yeah, he said I don't and I still ain't taking chances. Yeah, I still was like, nah. Oh my god, so they were there and actually stumbled upon somebody who committed suicide. Yeah, had hung themselves. Oh my god. Right. And recorded it. Yeah, and then... I mean... Well, he, he, then, I can't say that I... I don't know that I would post the dead body. I might post the I might post a video afterwards being like, Hey, little shook up, probably won't hear from me a couple of days. Definitely just saw a dead person. Like oh my God. Dude, when I'm on route, I see so many off the wall things and I record everything. Like that's I hate the to first say thing people, I do. I've seen dead people. Like, yeah, well I mean I used to work at a funeral home, so yeah. I've seen plenty of those, but it's and here's the thing, it is eerie. It it I mean, yeah, it is. For yeah, I've developed, I got kind of jaded to the whole thing, working at the funeral yeah. home, you know, you kind of lose a sense of, um, I don't, I don't want to say empathy, that sounds terrible, but you just, you get to the point where it just doesn't bother you. No. Like, I've been to funerals since then, um, and with the exception of one, um, a lot of them just kind of like, I walk in there and I, it, I look at things more from a business standpoint. I'm like, why did they? Why didn't they use these kind of lights? Or why yeah, did they happened? do this? Or what? Yeah, like. Why was it done this way? Yeah, they should have done this with the makeup. You know, it's. You more ask questions than you do. Yeah. Then you're like. Oh. You're not really in the moment anymore. And you don't feel spooked. Yeah. Right. Oh my god, I was such a prankster when I worked there. It was. <laughs> <laughs> I almost killed my boss's mother-in-law. I'm sure. How, about, how did you do that? What did you well, do? Well, because I liked practical jokes. And when you're working in a funeral home, like, it's very boring. It sounds glamorous as you would think. Like, yeah, it's a very I boring job. I know that people job. imagine that the funeral home is a glamorous line of work, <laughs> but I hear what you're saying, I guess. So, but I mean, there was a lot of things that I had to do. One of, one of my jobs was to, you know, bag you know, bag the body, put their clothes on them, do their hair and their makeup, and display them. So I would be there and there late at night underneath Sounds the crunchy. buzzing light overhead. And, you know, it would get creepy and stuff sometimes. But um, the casket trucks would come in, and we would have to unload the caskets. Well, anytime I did that, I would wheel those into the display room and wait for boss man to come in and check them out and make sure it's, you know, exactly what he ordered and all of that stuff. <laughs> One day I wheeled one in there and it was a really nice one. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get inside of this and wait for him to come in and open it and scare the shit out of him. <laughs> so I did. So I crawl in this casket and I waited for what felt like two days. It felt like forever. But the funeral home, it was really old and it had the creaky floor. So I heard the footsteps. I was like, oh my God, here he comes, here he comes. And um, here comes the door. And then he walks over and I hear him messing with the lid and walking around it. And as soon as I hear the lid crack open, I'm like, ah, it was his 97 year old mother-in-law. Oh my God. <laughs> Not him. Yeah. And she was almost fucking croaked. She, she said, oh my God, I felt so, I've never felt so bad in my life. And she had heart palpitations for like two weeks because of that. Heart palpitations for two weeks. Yeah. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame her. I mean, that would be terrifying. <laughs> also, well, the fact that you supposed just, to be her. Like, well, she never the, checked them out. Well, also the fact that you just laid in a coffin for an indiscriminate amount of time. Like, I feel like I would have got It nervous. was really only, like, ten minutes. I know, but I'm sure it felt like two days. It felt like, like forever. Because like, holy shit. It'll, like, even if you're not claustrophobic, it'll cause a bit of claustrophobia. Within well, yeah, because it's, yeah. it's just a box. I was like, yeah, the, all the weirdest things kept going through my head. I was like, oh, my God, what if it accidentally got buried with me in here? <laughs> <laughs> or they just nailed it shut while you were right? in there. And you were like, no, right? not like this. <laughs> yeah, I see. I want to get cremated, but it also makes me nervous because mm-hmm. I'm just like, God, what if I'm alive, though? Yeah. <laughs> like... I don't want to, oh my god, that's a huge thing. Like, I am, I, I go back and forth on what I don't want to be cremated. I don't want to be buried. Really? Yeah, like, both of those freak me out. See, I'm good on getting cremated. Mm. I'm just like, just make sure I'm dead. No, I don't. Like, don't let them burn like, my body either until of you're those like, alright, he dead, dead. I actually want to be wanted at one point to be taxidermied. I was like, just stand me in the corner and use me as a coat rack. <laughs> like, pose me however you want. Just but like apparently, the, like that's illegal. Is, you can't do that. Yeah, so. no, you can't taxidermy people. Yeah, so. I mean, you can, but they make <laughs> Netflix series about that. Right? Yeah, I, so. Yeah. No, I, I've Bates always, did. The Norman Bates did that. Oh, God. Norman Bates is always a super interesting thing. Did no. you watch the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff, I would assume, yes, on Netflix? I did watch that. That How did that make you feel? Because I've talked to everybody about this, just because I'm curious. Um, I mean, how? Do, I mean, I, he was fucking crazy, and I think it yeah. sucked that all of those people went through what they went through. But um, it was fascinating. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was fascinating. That's why we all watch it, you yeah. know? I mean, do I think people lost their minds over the whole Halloween, kind of like people dressing up, talking about being disrespectful and everything, but I mean... Yeah, it was that was a little wild. I was like, all right, I'm going to chill maybe on the Halloween costumes. <laughs> no, I mean, I why not? Like it? Yeah, I mean, why not Why not dress up like him? Like, I mean, Netflix is making a shit ton of money off of That's this. That's very true. That we're all watching, but it's not okay for somebody to throw on a $2 pair of glasses and <laughs> t-shirt. My favorite was that Steve Irwin's kid posted, he was Dwight from the office and he posted a picture of him being Dwight from the office and just because he had glasses on people immediately assumed he was Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> and he had to be like no I'm Dwight from the office well, you did asshole come at him for that yes really? they were just like how dare you oh he my was God. a serial killer like, <laughs> well that just cracks me up that he has to be like I'm Dwight from the office you fucking assholes <laughs> <laughs> like leave me alone that's when you know that your halloween costume was an epic fail yeah when it when nobody have knows come, what you are not only no one knows who you are they just assume you're a serial killer right? and you're just like no <laughs> never mind it wasn't worth it wasn't here i'll just, just take you know what just explain like i was white from the office but i've taken the post down because now you guys made me feel self-conscious about my costume <laughs> I'm just gonna go as my dad now, you so, fucking dick. What were your feelings on that? Did you think that it was disrespectful for people to dress up like him? I don't. I understood why people were mad. I didn't really care personally, but I was also like, I understood why people why people thought that was weird. Because I I understand because people some people are like comparing it to when they dress up as like Jason. I was like, yeah, I I get that, but Jason's not a real serial killer, right? 
So I understand why people would see that as mad. But also, I see your point 100%. Netflix is making a lot of money. Right. I don't care about that at all. Yeah, and they're all watching it. All these people that are getting pissy That's about true. somebody dressing up is watching the Netflix series. That's so true. it's kind of, it's one of those, you know. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. What do you think about them? They're going to make that like an anthology series, apparently, with different serial killers every year. Oh, I love the idea of that. That's what the, I guess they're going to, they said they're going to do. I'm interested in that. Yeah, for sure. Big in. I would like to see something like that about Ted Bundy. I know they have the Zac Efron movie, but I didn't really like that because Zac Efron said he didn't want to do the gnarlier stuff. Yeah. And I would like to see like a series about Ted Bundy. Yeah, I would I would definitely watch something like that. I would like to see one on Ed Gein because there are so many misconceptions about Ed Gein, I feel like. Um, with, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was actually loosely based on him. Yeah. Um, and then, like, for the longest time, everybody was like, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a true story. It was a true story. Because, you know, it opens with that. Yeah. You know, like, um, but it wasn't. But it was just a, loosely based on Ed Gein. Every movie that's inspired by a true story is like that, though. Right. It's like yeah. all the, you know, haunting movies. Everybody's... But, I mean, he was so twisted. You know, it's oh, yeah. like. I mean, he really did make I would furniture out definitely, of people. Yeah, like, I would definitely watch that. That's what's based on Ed Gein is, like, all the, like, mm-hmm. he did make furniture and, like, wear people's faces and stuff yeah. but he also was a you know big old mama's boy i would definitely watch that yeah I would so yeah i'm that. about it about that i couldn't do a because i have a deep fear of clowns i couldn't do it i could still can't do, do you really yeah How did i don't know this about you i have a deep-seated fear of clowns what? i hate john wayne like i can't do john wayne gacy stuff at all i'm just like nope <laughs> say they're my worst fear there's a dude who dressed Good up as a clown know. and kill people it was horrifying like, the scene in the Jeffrey Dahmer series that he was in, I felt my whole body. I could feel it. Because me and Samantha were watching it, and she, I could feel her looking at me, and I felt my whole body tense up as soon as she came out in the clown makeup. Really? Yeah, I was what like... What is it about clowns? It's just something about them. It just, like, it just sends a chill up my spine. Because I know there's a lot of people who feel that way. Yeah. I assume some kind of trauma. I mean, I watched Tim Curry and It when I was really young. So I feel like that probably, but there's always been something about him. Like, there's just an eerie feeling I get when I see a clown. Hmm. You know what's crazy about that is, like, he was a serial killer, but... He was a good clown. He, yeah, like, he didn't, he never killed anybody in costume. No. You know? So, and at one point, people used to hire clowns for birthday parties all the time. Like, that was the go-to, like... That was the move. yeah. But then after him, it was like everybody had this all of a sudden fear of clowns, and he never even killed anybody in costume. Yeah, it probably just was himself. I think it was just the idea that he was a clown. Kind of like deeply embedded itself in people's psyche. Yeah. But that would be like finding out that, you know, somebody. It's like finding out that Bill Cosby was a pizza delivery driver, and then all of a sudden, oh my God, don't ever order pizza again. You know what I mean? Like. I'll tell you what, uh, the Jeffrey Dahmer one didn't fu- fuck me up as much. Maybe that's because, you know, I'm not a gay man. So maybe I just can't, like, you know what I mean? Or even, black. Even, yeah. So it's <laughs> sort of me. I'm, I'm both white and straight. So I'm just kind of like, well, I was never. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm that's, good to go. that's fucking awful, but I would never have been in any danger. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I mean, I would never, he would never have been interested in me. So. But, like, the, 
Night Stalker one, I was like checking the backseat of my car before I went to work at night. I was like, nah, fuck that. He would just crawl on people's windows. I do that anyway. Like, and See, it's not even about the Night Stalker. It's just. I want to get your opinion on this because I say this all the time. People always say like it was safe, like things were safer back in the day. Like it was always oh, better back in the day, and I don't think that's true. I think people just weren't as aware that oh. all this awful shit was happening around them. Oh, absolutely, yeah. for sure. Like, <laughs> I think social media and technology has made it to where we just know about yeah. everything now. Like, back, I mean, this is a fucking Stone Age back then. Nobody, it was hard to get, it took, you know, two months to get the carrier pigeon to yeah. for today's news. Like, I mean, a bit of an exaggeration, but not really. I mean, just, it wasn't. You know, we watched news. It was local news, you know, so you knew what happened in the area. You weren't aware of all the shit that was happening across, you know, the world. And now it's just like at our fingertips, we can see everything that's going on. So we're just more hyper aware. See, that's what I think, too. I think everybody, you just know everything now. Because when you look at, like, like just all those, like, when you talk about serial killers, like, all the, like, all of the ones we know about, like, that killed all those people like 70s in the 70s it was like yeah the, yeah yeah and i'm like that was the era when everybody's just like oh you leave your front door open i'm like, like well, no what? wonder I've, I've thought about that though um what happened in that time frame because you're right it was like late 60s to early 80s was when there was like this massive outbreak of serial killers so what happened in that time frame i wonder if it's just like it's like almost like it was the the boom of like big cities like you had these major metropolitan areas booming up so you had these stacks to be like maybe serial killers always existed but everyone was always so spread out you know what i mean yeah over these big stretches of land whereas you know here in america in the 60s and 80s like it's like it was like the industrial revolution you know you have big cities springing up everywhere Maybe you just had so many people living everywhere, and like they said, they're like, "Oh, you could leave your front door open." I'm just like, it's almost like you can't help yourself. Yeah. Like if you have those inclinations and you're around all those people, and everyone just leaves their door open. Plus, there was no, you know, DNA testing was, was non-existent. Yeah, so much easier to get away with it because, again, not everybody had a, co- a camera in their hand. You know, there's you can't go anywhere now without being you're on camera twenty four seven. Which is a whole other so, bag of worms. Now. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's crazy. <laughs> I think about that. Well, because I do a lot of things that I wouldn't really want on camera a lot. I feel like. I don't know. <laughs> we all do things we wouldn't want on camera. But I'm sure it's on there somewhere. I've done things on camera that I would not that I didn't think I would end up doing on camera. Me and Lindsay talk about that all the time. Like, um, being glad that everybody didn't have a camera when we were your age fuck i kind of wish we did because i would love to watch some of that shit oh yeah i mean it's a yin and yang yeah you get to see some of the horrible mistakes you've made but i do also have a lot of recordings and pictures from nights i'm just like god what a night that was yeah i mean some of the mirrors i mean we sit and reminisce all the time i mean we're super good about that we reminisce and talk about stories and laugh and and it's just like, oh, my God, I would love to see the video. To be a fly on the wall. Like, if we had a camera, we would have been. <laughs> could have been all of it. Yeah, to be a fly on the wall in those days. Well, are you a movie person? Movie TV person? Because that's, that's always been my big thing. I do love movies and TV. 
What have you been watching recently? Recently, all the, actually, recently I've been watching. Re- <gasps> Wait, <laughs> I recently started watching Big Mouth. Oh, that's I see. I stopped watching around season three or four. Oh my god! It is one of the those. hormone monsters are my internal dialogue at all. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them, like I absolutely love the hormone monsters. They are. It's, it's the show is super hilarious, but it's also super informative in a lot of ways. It is very much so. Like I mean, and it's accurate. Honestly, I mean, if you think about it, like. Think about when you was going through puberty and all the shit that was going through your head and the dumb stuff that you did. Like, it's so... And I think that's what's so funny about it to me. Um, But also, I'm, I feel like I'm going through a second puberty <laughs> almost in my life. Like, I feel like a 17-year-old boy at all times right now because... I don't know if I'm, like... Probably TMIing right now is what I'm doing. But, no, um, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, it's the whole dry spill dating thing, you know. It just, but yeah, so <laughs> Big Mouth, that's what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah. But Big Mouth, do you watch, have you watched anything? Do you, like, have you ever seen like Ozark? Do you watch that? I watched, I think I watched the first season of that um, when it first came out. I haven't watched it since. See, I watched a lot of stuff. I'm, also, I watch everything, but watch a lot of stuff like that. Obviously, I'm watching a lot of the Yellowstone now. This is one of those shows that every time I watch it, I'm just like, you know what? I don't relate to these people at all. But this show is awesome. Do you love it? I love okay. it so much. So I downloaded and paid for a subscription. It's a lot of, of cowboy shit. That. Um, and I don't get was it. Was it Peacock? Yeah. Yes. Downloaded and paid for the prescription subscription. And I watched like the first two or three episodes and I couldn't get into it. Just can't. Could not. I, I get it. So I canceled it. There's a good chance that the reason I'm so into it is like the first time I watched it, I got COVID mm. and I was just killing whole glasses of whiskey because I couldn't taste, yeah. smell or taste. There's nothing else And I was do. lit the fuck up watching the show and I was having the time of my life. I was like, look at all these wild ass cowboys. Yeehaw. Was <laughs> Did in. it make you want to be a cowboy? No. I, <laughs> oh that's why everyone always is like, oh, it makes me want to be a cowboy. I'm like, not me. Every time I watch that show, they do stuff. Cowboy, they do stuff baby. with the cows. I'm like, God, that shit looks hard as fuck. It <laughs> <laughs> <That> looks awful. <laughs> but you look cool doing it, bro. Right? You go right ahead. No, I couldn't get like, and maybe somebody told me that I just didn't like give it long enough. Like I needed to get through the first. It does get the first couple episodes are slow. They set some things up, but it does get yeah. pretty saucy. But it's hard for me to do that. Like I'm more of a movie person than I am a show person because I want to get it all done yeah. now. And I also a lot of times I will wait. If I do decide to watch a series, I'll wait until it's done. They have stopped recording. They'll never do another episode just so because I hate waiting for another season. Just so you can cram I hate it, all. it. Yeah. So I will sit I respect and it. binge watch. What's your What are your favorite movies? Like, what are some of your favorite movies that you've favorite ever seen? Movies. Oh wow. Like, I don't have like. Um, I mean, I'm sure you don't have a favorite movie. It's hard. Yeah, to I don't have, have a favorite. favorite. I hate when people ask me favorite movies, favorite songs, because I have such a variety. Um, do favorite movies. Uh, I'm into horror. I love horror movies. Yeah, I. That sounds familiar. I mean, I. So does Samantha, big horror yeah. movie fan. Um, but I also love, I love gangster movies, really like mobster movies and things like that. What's your 
favorite one of what's your favorite mobster movie? That sounds interesting. Um, I love I have sound. I love Scarface. Really, it's a classic. Scarface is good. Um, but I don't. There's so many. Um, who's your favorite horror movie icon? Pick a favorite. Are you a Freddy person? Are you a Jason person? You like Michael? I love them all. They're classics. So, yeah, I might pick a favorite, though. Yeah, I'm going to go with Leatherface. Leatherface? Yeah. That's a that's a good choice. Only le- because I he... think the original Texas Chainsaw is maybe the scariest movie I've ever oh, seen. Oh, for sure. There is one scene in that movie that is just... It sends chills for me every time. Like, And it's not even... It's the part where they first show him and he comes up and he slams that iron door. Oh. And it's the sound in that movie, the door slamming. See... Ugh. It's that scene for me, but it's always the sound when he hits the dude with the hammer that fucks me up. Because I'm just like, God, that sounds awful. Yeah. That sounds like that sucks so bad. Because that dude's not dead. Because he, like, rolls on the ground for a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, so he like, I mean, off. he absolutely tortures these people. Like, the the scene where he picks him up and puts him on the meat hook. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but that's, I mean, because that kind of shit really can happen. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what makes it so freaky. Also, chainsaws. Oh, my God. I love going to haunted houses, but nothing really scares me. I like the, I like the ambiance of a haunted house. I like the, you know, the, the special effects and all that stuff. I love everything about a haunted house, but it's not scary to me until the chainsaw comes out. And there's something about somebody firing up a chainsaw that will send me running like the biggest chicken ever. You're just not prepared for that at all. Not. Well, I mean, it's almost like I already know I'm, I know it's coming, but there's something about that chilling sound of it that I'm, I can't control it. Yeah. I understand that completely because Samantha's the same way for some reason. Like, she says the same thing. Like, I know there's going to be a chainsaw somewhere. I know it's going to probably be at the end. She's like, and every time, it scares the shit out of me. And I don't get that. I think it startles me, but it doesn't scare me. Yeah. But I I think it's... What do you think it is? Like, is it just the loudness? Is it just the... I think it's... Because she can't explain it to me. She's okay, like, I don't, so she's like, I don't know why that is. It's a it couple of things for me. me. So, when I was a little kid... My dad had an accident with a chainsaw and cut his leg really bad. And I remember, like, I mean, it was, let me laid open his leg with a chainsaw um, because the chain had snapped and it, like, whipped around and hit him. So I think from seeing that when I was young and seeing the damage that a chainsaw can do even accidentally was just like, oh, my God. But then there's this part of me that's always like, okay, if somebody was actually really a serial killer hiding themselves within a haunted house and they had a, a a real chain on this chainsaw they could really fuck you up yeah really fuck you up <laughs> oh yeah i think it's i think you were it's just that. trusting that you were not gonna get chainsawed down right so i mean it's that fear of what if like what if this is really a psychopath with a real chainsaw yeah what if i'm about to get murdered yeah. right now yeah i feel you on that See, that's the thing for me. Like, oh, I, I'm really good at haunted houses. Like, nothing fucks with me. The minute I hear circus music, I know what's coming. And I can feel it in my soul. My, really? Yeah, my body's just the, like, no. The clown. <laughs> the <circus> no. <laughs> yeah, I wish I would have known this sooner. And oh, I'm so happy I know it now. My skin crawls. Up. 
Oh, that's what Samantha always tells me. She's like, I'm going to dress up as a clown for Halloween. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you do that to me? She's like, I'm going to dress up as a clown for Halloween. She's like, I'm going to fuck with you. Like, because I'm, we're girls and we like, love to She's like, come give me a kiss. I'm like, I'll, I'll fight you. I was like, we'll fist fight. Will you fight her? Yeah, I was like, me and you will fist fight if you try to kiss me with that on. I was like, I'll, I'll, like, I'll run away from you. Oh, my God. Okay, so even knowing. Wow. Okay, so even knowing that it's her. Yeah, it was still, under the makeup. It, I I don't think I would fist fire, but it would still like even knowing it's her under the makeup. You're definitely not kissing. I her. would still be like, stop. <laughs> like this makes Wait, me so would you, deeply uncomfortable. You won't kiss her. Would you let her do anything else? I don't think so. You don't. Think- <laughs> you know what? That would be such a conundrum. No, you know, I know. That like, would be like, hang on, would my, you? I would be like, God, I want to. But if she like, walked up to you and said, she was like, baby, sit down on the couch, put on your favorite football game. Grab a beverage and wait. I'll be in there in a minute. And she comes in. <laughs> I would be so and conflicted. Like, I would be so conflicted. Because <laughs> I probably, I probably would, but I'd be like, "All right, look away." You would not <laughs> look at her. <laughs> look away. <laughs> I'm not gonna make eye contact with you. It's not because I don't love you. <laughs> if you mean I thought she would have like the teardrop underneath like oh my god <laughs> be horrific oh my god I Harley, kind of want to have her I kind of want to call Quinn. her and have her to test oh this god. theory Harley Quinn makeup probably get away from pull away with because I'm gonna well have, sure I'm gonna that's have a not really book, clown yeah makeup. I'm about to say I'm gonna have a comic book guy that I can I'd be like you know what this will alright maybe then Depends what kind, like how deep in the clown makeup we're going. Harley here. Quinn's not really clown. Well, I'm saying makeup. now that I've thought about that, I'm like, oh, you know what? Yeah, maybe. I could probably can talk myself into it. Okay. With a, I don't know though. It depends what kind of deep in the clown makeup we're going. I think we definitely need to test. I'm I'm calling. I'm like, well, if you look like, like, girl. If you look like it from like the 1996 movie, I'll be like, get away from me! Don't touch me! Or Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Oh. That oh would be my god, horrifying. did you ever get freaked out at Ronald McDonald? All like the time. when you go to McDonald's? Did you really? All the time. He used to be terrifying to me. Because they have that, like the one here, they've got yeah, that the big like man size or like the Yeah, where you can sit on his lap. Yeah. Super freaky. Oh. I never sat so on So I his take lap. it you've never sat in no. his lap. <laughs> my mom tried to get me to it a couple times because I think she wanted a picture and I was like, I'm not no, I'm not doing that. Not happening. you you've lost your mind. Look at that thing. <laughs> That is pure. That is the distillation of pure evil, right there. Nice. That's just how I feel. But that's the only thing that gets me in haunted houses. But like, I don't know what it is about chainsaws either. Because we were talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't know what it is, but I really agree with you. I think people have a like. There's just a natural, distinct fear. I you know I think it is. I think people have a fear of being like cut up, hacked up. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, alive. I mean, I think it's a natural. Well, again, you know. It's one of my favorite all-time horror movies. So I've watched it a hundred times. Like, I know everything that happens in that movie. And to watch, you know, because, you know, when he's cutting these people up, they're still alive. They're, like, going through it, you know? And it's, like, the idea of just being tortured like that. Because the reality of it is in movies, like, when somebody gets shot or stabbed or whatever happens, like... In real life, I'm pretty sure they don't just die instantly. Like, there's a lot of nah. pain and torture that's involved in that. Like, 
So it's it's a lot slower, pain, more painful death than the movies will lead you to believe. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like, unless you get shot like in the head, and even then, yeah, people live. Yeah, sometimes even then, people are, you know, oh, there was a oh my god, there was a scene in a movie. There's actually a few scenes in movies that fuck me up. One of the most iconic that fucked me up was, um, it was one of the. It was in the Silence of the Lambs trilogy. What was it? Red Dragon? Was it the one where he, like, gave him the lobotomy? Oh, yeah. And he cut oh, the part of his Oh, my brain. God. And he's, like, sitting. Yeah. That scene was very traumatic See, for, for me. See, for me, what always fucks me up is, like, like, the whole Silence of the Lambs movie. Like, watching him, this dude, like, hold this girl hostage. I think for me, it's, like, the deep down. Like, when somebody tells hostage like that, that's what fucks me up. And then you just know. Mm-hmm. You're just like, this isn't going to end well. Like, yeah. There's no way he's going to just let me yeah, out and here. I think about that, too. And, like, you always – I always envision myself in the prisoner's – you know, Jeez, the imprisoned yeah. person situation. Like, what – What do you, you know, do? what is the fear that's going through you? Like, what are you thinking? Like, you're – you know, it's – when and when you put yourself in that position, you're like – because it's easy to sit on the couch and be like, oh, my God, why does she do this? Or, oh, my God, why don't they do that? Like, but – in that situation, when could you keep could you keep calm enough? Yeah, to like not lose I it? probably could not. I'm not gonna lie. No, it'd be hard to. Yeah. I don't know. Although I just there are some like there are some decisions you watch. Like I I can honestly say like there's I've watched enough horror movies that like there's been a few times I'm like nah I would have bounced long before now. Yeah, <laughs> like, well there's well because there's always those horror movies that are so um. Although I don't know, I'm not. Go, mm, they're so yeah. ridiculously like, come on, you fail, no, bitch. <laughs> like I don't care. Hey, I'm clumsy, so I understand falling. But listen, after I found a dead body, I am no like. There is no longer a like. Oh, we got to figure out what's going on here. I'm just like, nope. Oh, All right, well, time no, to leave. Well, okay, well, I heard. You know, I heard nails screeching down the side of the garage. Let me go out here in the dark and check it out. No. Yeah. You know, like not. Uh, first thing I'm gonna do is find out. Does lock the, the door. Make have sure the door. doors are locked. Does the garage? <laughs> do, does the garage door have a lock on it? Right. You know, there's if, a yeah. If not, can how hard can I hold this door closed? <laughs> I'm just praying that whatever it is is not gonna be able to get in here. You know, and then there's always the you know. The horror movie rules like they pointed out oh yeah you know that's my fave there's all the horror movie rules yeah see i'm telling you one of my theories about the horror movie rules like the jason movies the friday the 13th movies are my favorite because they follow all the horror movie rules yeah t sex it's because jason is a christian you're gonna die jason's a, a christian man he kills teens that have premarital sex they mm-hmm. or do drugs he's never in the movie he never kills any children he has the chance to, like, actively has a chance to, refuses to. Okay. Oh, there goes one of the cameras died. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, think about it. Because they're pure. They're innocent. They haven't committed any sins yet. Yeah. I hadn't thought about the kid yeah. thing. The okay. characters that always live are virgins. Yeah. It's you. always the prudes in the beginning of the movie. Like. Yeah, that don't get mur- immediately murdered. Yeah. I'm telling you, Jason's a Christian. And God is on his well, side. Well, but he tried to kill them. Yeah. He tried to kill the virgins. He does. But he, he just didn't make it. No, that's true. That's so fair. it's almost like God was smiling on them, not Jason. Yeah. That's where Jason goes too far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
coming at you. Wait, wait, wait. You're, that's not how this works. You're getting carried away. So, yeah, you're getting too carried away here. Although in the sixth movie, he comes I love that you're doing my work, yeah. but you're... Well, listen, he loves that he's doing his work so much in the sixth movie, he gets struck by lightning and comes back to life. And I'm just like, that's proof. Jesus is on Jason's side. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can't tell me that <laughs> Satan did that. That's also the thing I point out in like, yeah, Jesus is on Jason's side. He's like, listen, <laughs> that he's a disciple of God. What do you want from me, guys? <laughs> uh, but another thing like that always bothers me about like the possession movies is that like when you watch those movies, the demons and Satan have all the power. And I'm just like, just once, just one time. In those movies, I want the ending to be Jesus comes down and whoops serious demon ass. Because it never works out like that. It's always like at the end, the person always gets possessed. And at the end of the movie, like they think it's gone. But at the end, you realize really the curse is there still all along. Yeah. And I'm just like, just one time, I want Jesus to come down well, and be I think like, it's the get point- these hands, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> like, I think it's to point out that, you know, you don't really ever get rid of your demons. No, that's true. They're still there. That's true. They may not be at the forefront, but they're still there. It's all about your personal demons. Yeah. It's very introspective of you. Thank you. Yeah, maybe that's why it never happens like that. I do. I always just want, I'm just like, listen, everybody talks about the power of Jesus. I just like to see Jesus one time. Jesus come himself down. come yeah. down and be like, and be like, what's up? What? <laughs> <laughs> right? I was just talking to somebody earlier about Jesus. It's so funny that he's getting brought up again. Hey, today. listen, I've read, I've read the Bible and. God in the Bible, little kind of a dick. Jesus, super cool. Thank you. Jesus, I said the super same chill. thing. I said the same thing, and I know that some people get offended by this, and I don't mean any disrespect by no means. I do I ever mean any disrespect? I respect everybody's religions. Yeah, but I mean, like huge fan of Jesus. I think he is cool as fuck. Yeah, like Jesus I hate what nasty. happened to him. I thought that was pretty shitty what happened to him. But um, God. Seems very, he seems like a seems very, playground bully. Yeah, like, he seems very judgy. Yeah, it was like a playground bully, and he wants the credit for everything good, but anything bad, he wants to blame on somebody else. Yeah, like, that's not my fault. Yeah. That's Lucifer's fault. Do what I fault. say, or I smite you. Yeah. Or, like, I'm just like, listen, know. I feel like, because when you read the Bible, I'm like, Lucifer doesn't sound like the bad guy all the time. So right? Sometimes he's just like, hey, bro, maybe yeah. you should chill. Like, it almost like Satan almost seems like one of us. Really? Oh, I've like, always said, listen, as someone who's not religious, uncensored. and I respect, I respect everybody's religion 100%, mm-hmm. but just from a book standpoint, Bible would be more interesting if Lucifer was the main character. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I am not disagreeing that. that. I, I hate agree. to say that, but this is I the Bible. He, he definitely needed a bigger role. Yeah. He didn't have to be the main character, but he definitely needed a bigger role because apparently he's plays he, a bigger role than everybody wants to... Yeah, well, I've, I've, yeah, I've been led to believe that, you know, every, the whole thing, like, when I was in church, the whole thing about Satan was just like, oh, he's everywhere. You know, he's always tempting you. And I'm like, this Satan dude seems to have a lot of power. <laughs> he really does. Like, it really seems like he holds all the cars and God uh, just kind of reacts to what he does. And yeah. it's like, this Satan dude seems like he's awful crafty. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm not saying he's the good guy. I'm just saying he seems awful smart. Plus, he can make you the best fiddler in the world. Yeah, like, I mean, all the store, all the awesome rock and roll songs I've heard talk about him. I'm just saying. I'm not. Maybe that's why I didn't do well because I was like, listen, all the rock and roll songs I listen to don't mention Jesus. Although Jesus seems super cool, Jesus is like the world's first rock star. He would just go places. Yes, I mean, and he preach. was the world's first hippie. 
It was a world's hang out with hookers. Zombie one, and like somebody said that. I heard somebody say that. That's me. I I put that. Was that you that said that? I said he's the world's first. I said happy birthday (laughs) to the world. I said happy birthday to the world's first zombie when he came back in April. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I mean, first zombie. Definitely a fan of Jesus. I I like Jesus. I would definitely. I would hang out with him. Listen, well, we were talking about that earlier. Again, I was talking to somebody earlier about Jesus. Any man like, oh, that can yeah. convince... Like, look at, the, look at the group of friends he had. Oh, yeah. Like, Yeah, I mean, just a group of bros that he would go places with and they would yeah. preach and get real drunk. Yeah. He had a hooker wash his feet with her hair. Word. I um, mean... Just like, I mean, I'm not going to jump in any conclusions. He was one of us. Yeah. Like, he was the real OG. That's right what here. I think. That's why I'm, I always like Jesus because I'm like, Jesus is a person. Jesus got to live the human life. Mm-hmm. He may have had superpowers at some point, may or may not have, but he was like, but he got to live with humans. He was like, hey, this is pretty cool. Yeah, his dad was just kind of a dick. Not only did that hooker wash his feet, he took that hooker with him everywhere. Yeah, and I'm just like, I bet she could suck a golf ball through a fucking garden hose. <laughs> said, Wait, she- I don't think they had golf balls back then, or uh, probably water hoses. No. So she would have been sucking like what? It would have been like. Figs through. Yeah. That man was a carpenter, and he found Figs enough money to be through. like, I will take you everywhere with me. <laughs> everywhere. We will go everywhere together, Mary Magdalene. And I'm just like, that's that's some serious shit. She was good at what she did, apparently. <laughs> that's all no. I'm saying. Yeah, it's. I, I, I do find religion interesting. I think it's good for a lot of people. Oh, for sure. I mean, you got to believe in something, oh, you yeah. know? Like, I'm not, again, not super religious. I do, I believe, I believe in people's religions for them. I'm, I consider myself to be an omnist. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's but, nice. I, I'm pretty agnostic, I would say. I think there is truth in all of them, but there's oh, no one that. singular truth, so. Um, I wonder if this is still on the internet. I'm trying to search up something we've seen on this Show about there we go. Norm Summerton. So, I'll preface this by saying this is someone who's been on this show a, a thousand times. This is Norm Summerton. He's an 84-year-old former bank <laughs> clerk. A former bank clerk. Yes. And he what? he retired because he want like he's like a sub, and he calls himself the pig. That's his, like, little nickname. Okay. That's what up here at the top on his head. That is a snout. That is a snout. I see it now. Yeah. And if you look here in the middle, he has a dog Miss- collar on. Okay. And it says Mrs. Talon's cuckold property. Which, cuckolding, I have to say, is something, never something I could get into. I couldn't watch another man fuck my wife. Well, I mean, to each their own. Though. Yeah, to each their own. Yeah. But I, that's one of those things I truly don't understand. But I'm also like, but also, you know, maybe I'm... A little bit of a sociopath. For not getting into cuckolding? I mean, yeah. You know, I think that makes you a sociopath. That's I, true. Mean, I mean, I mean, I'm more possessive, is what it says. Like, those well, people yeah, are super I mean, possessive. It would be hard that's for what, people. I mean, I. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. I don't understand how. That's what I think more I say is like, I don't understand people who do it. I'm just like, how though? Like, how do you not lose your mind? <laughs> like, how is that not all you think about every day? Right. I think it would be hard to get past that. Like, yeah. Once it happened, I feel like that's just Im- that's embedded in your head there. forever. Yeah. But I mean, I get that in totally respect. I have friends who are into that shit. Yeah. And 
they love it. So good for them. Um, See, I think I could do something like that with somebody I wasn't seriously romantically interested yeah, in. To me, somebody I, I was feel, casually yeah. dating, probably mm-hmm. it'd be fine. But like, you know, I'm engaged. Couldn't do that. I'd be like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just caught a charge. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to prison. <laughs> but he's what he's got on here are called tit cups. Okay, so this is actually something he has on his tits right now. Yes. Okay. I was like, did he help? Those are on there. Okay. And he's going to take them off and they're going to give him titties that he was going to play with. Also, if you haven't noticed down here, he has slut tattooed on his stomach. I had not noticed that yet until you backed the picture up. Are they? Oh my God. <gasps> there you I go. love that his tits just queefed. Oh yeah. Oh. He said he had them on there for four hours, so he just well, okay. Here's something that is my favorite. If you notice, his nails are painted. I did notice flawlessly. I, I might add. I was kind of jealous. Like I was like, it makes me feel bad about my nails right now. That's what every. Every woman I've ever had on this show that has seen this video has said that. Been like, <laughs> like, I'm a I little mean, upset about how well his nails are painted. Yeah. All of them have been like, that's <laughs> flawless. It is. And I agree. I mean, those look like woman's hands. They do, yes. I mean. Oh, he has pig tattoo on the top of his head right here. My friend Hunter found this and sent it to me. And I was like, first off, how did you find this? Okay. I have so many questions right now. Now. All right. So you said he had those on for four hours. So those are obviously something that he has manufactured himself to specifically give himself tits. And it's just his skin. Like he has stretched his skin out that much. Yeah. What? That's how long he has been doing this. So for what Hunter's research has told him, he said that he has been, he read about him and he's been doing stuff like this since he was like 24. Like he met a woman who kind of like was a dom and I guess dominated him and he was super into it and it's just been a rabbit hole ever since then. Okay. And then he was normal for a while when he like became a bank clerk and everything and tried to like repress it and I guess he's just wilded out ever since he retired. Hey, don't let anybody hold you down. Don't let anybody is dim your light. Flag fra- you do you. Well, I wish. I don't know if I can find it anymore. <laughs> this is This was the original one. Now I'm going to warn you. This is much worse. Okay. Like much worse. Just a second. That's not what I meant to type in, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, I'm just curious about the pig part. Like, uh, I mean, that's like a thing. I guess it's. Just I think like, the pig part was the most disturbing part for me. It wasn't even the tits. It wasn't the nails. It was the pig part. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yes, I am. Oh, uh, you must be 18. Are you? Able- Oh, let me do this. Oh, I gotta wait. Let me log in. It must be some good content. It is. It's pretty intense. 
Norman? Is this the same guy? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I keep trying to find him because I found, we found this video once before and it was awful. He said it was awful. Uh, we I don't know if I'll be able to find. I may have to look somewhere deeper. We're gonna have to jump right into the dark web. Uh, might have to. Well, the last place when we found this originally, the place that Hunter always sent this link to me from, uh, had a bunch of gay porn on it. When I would first open it, I always have to tell guests, "I'd be like, now before I open this." I want you to know that I am aware of all the porn around it. You don't have to point and tell me because all of them, when they first saw it, would be like, ah! And I'd be like, ah, I, I see it. That. I see it. I know. We're getting there. We're a stop worrying. <laughs> well, let me go somewhere to a different video. I'll try to find Norm later. This is probably my new favorite one. So you talk about this generation and how interesting it all is. This was 12 years ago at like a poetry slam looking thing. Are you playing spin the bottle? No, they're not playing spin the bottle. They have a can. It was a can of SpaghettiOs. What? Oh, God. It's like a whole audience. Yeah. Something good is going to happen. Yeah, that's what what, love, what kills me is when you just look at the diversity I know. in this crowd. Oh, I know. There's this young Asian man in the front. This. You got the goth chick back there. Yeah, you got a goth front. chick back here. Uh, you got the intellectual. Yeah, this fellow with his beanie and his scarf. <laughs> He's clearly an art history major. You got the stoner back there with a big grin on his face. He's like yeah, this really dude, intrigued. Yeah. This dude back here is like, he has heard about this show and he's right? like, oh my God, Randy was right. What is this bitch about to do? He's like, oh no. He knows her. He's seen her in class before. He's like, oh, that's Cindy. She's crazy. Right. Something wild's about to happen. Now, I won't lie to you. The first like five minutes of this is just a, a real good telling a real good like joke on millennials that she just spends five minutes trying to open this can. I was going to say, she seems to be struggling. Yeah. Here. Which always cracks me up because when Hunter first sent this to me, he was like, <laughs> but, we watched first watch this together. He said, he said, she's giving a demonstration to all of them how to open a can. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I would that would shock me at all. This person in the front row that's like, here, let me help you with that. <laughs> and he'd be like, you're doing it wrong. I've never seen someone struggle so much with a can opener. I know. And then she puts it down, and that's when things start to progress. Oh, it is actual SpaghettiOs, too. Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, yeah, brand name and everything. Brand name SpaghettiOs. Brand name SpaghettiOs. This is that's like a commercial know. for SpaghettiOs. That's how you know this is a fucking. <laughs> I wonder if they got sponsorship for this. This is a nice, <laughs> medium-class white kid college. They got brand name SpaghettiOs. <laughs> All these heart, art history majors in here with her, watching her do this ridiculousness. There I mean, we go. She's got good there nails we go. Too, like... That's true. She does have pretty nails. She's got a nice watch too. But this is interior semiotics. That's what this is called. And I still have no fucking clue what that means. And I've seen this video like five times. Semiotics. Yeah. I'm sure it. Here, let's I'm it sure out. there's like an actual meaning for. It. I'm just talking about in terms of this video. I don't know what that means. Oh. Like I don't know what her goal. Oh, we got was cameras here. out. Oh yeah, and well, when you go look at it, it's like a house party. It is a house party. You would almost or a dorm. I yeah. feel like it's a dorm. Well, what kills me Maybe. is like you would almost think like these people 
But could you imagine they're just right, right before all this started, just <laughs> <laughs> and she just pulled a halt to all the partying. We've got this, this guy sitting next to her. Yeah, like he's just, really close. Yeah, he's like her helper or mm. something. That's definitely her boyfriend. He's doing the this guy the is my favorite on the whole video because he's got a camera. <gasps> Why does he look makes, so familiar? I feel like I know yeah, this guy. <laughs> which makes me feel like he's here on an official event. Like this is a poet- he has the press pass. <laughs> yeah, he's is a poetry slam, and the school newspaper was like, "Go cover this," and he was like, "Please don't make me do right? this." <laughs> Please. It's <laughs> a big grin. No, he's just like I have to be here. I love that while this This is going on. I was getting ready to say, so this is, okay, so that picture, is that Buffalo Bill? (laughs) Like, they got a picture of Buffalo Bill hanging up here in his makeshift art gallery. It's happening. All that looks like is a picture of somebody who is very intoxicated. I mean, because, okay, Silence of the Lambs, what we were talking about. Remember he did the dance? That's the exact pose right there. (laughs) So I still haven't figured out what was actually in the SpaghettiOs can. I don't know if it was SpaghettiOs or not. If not, they're gross SpaghettiOs. Like, see? <laughs> what the? <laughs> okay. Did she mix the SpaghettiOs with charcoal? I want to know how she got them back and how she got all that in the can. I got the can resealed. I'm like, how did you put I'm that in there? I'm feeling like she had some kind of, like something was already in the pot. Like um, some oh, kind yeah. of food coloring yeah, or charcoal or something. Yeah. Also, I have I don't know what this any of this is. I have no idea what she's saying. Like, what is happening right now? She's just making sounds. And not good ones. My favorite is the reaction of everyone around. Everyone just silently watching her. Oh, now you get to see my absolute favorite part. And the part that always scares the shit out of me. Because I'm just like, oh, oh, things are escalating so quickly. She's cutting the crotch out of her pants. Yeah. Just chop the crotch out of her pants. And now she's going to jam whatever that is deep inside there. Oh, my God. She's just, like, fisting herself in front of the crew? What? (laughs) And nobody... Okay, we have a reaction. I was going to say nobody's even reacting. Everybody's just watching silently. Did she just cram SpaghettiOs up in her vagina? She did. She oh, did. my God. And that is an infection waiting to happen. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, you're going to get a yeasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going to get a yeasty doing that, yeah. young lady. I'm like, you're going to have the yeast infection of all yeast infections. Yeah, and it's going to have, like, the ABCs on it. Yeah. You're going to the doctor, and they're going to be like, your gynecologist is going to be like, did you Wait. stick SpaghettiOs 
inside of yourself. Oh, hold on, and then it came out of her. That part we missed. Because they were recording She the just... Are you telling... Wait. Are you telling me that she just blew SpaghettiOs out of her fucking pussy all over the floor? What is happening right now? What? And these people have, like... Front row seats two feet from this, her face while this, this is happening. This reaction is the best. She's just shocked and appalled. She's like, I can't believe the things I have seen. I would not be sitting that close. That is spatter waiting to happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're right about the stone guy look. I know. He's like, whoa. He's like, I knew this was going to be good, dude. I didn't expect it to be like this. I didn't expect it. He's frozen. Even her kelper is concerned a little bit. He's like, what the fuck was that? Is that what we agreed upon? Oh, my God. Wait, his... Reporter kids' reaction is my favorite of the all. The press of them. just like, checked out. <laughs> yeah, he's like, did y'all? He's like, everybody saw what I saw, right? Y'all saw that shit. It was a while I was saying, then this is the best part. They all clap. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> Not only do they all clap, they all clap and then go back to just hanging out. In the end. Oh, everybody just gets my up. God. I half expected the music to start back up. And just <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would ever want to eat SpaghettiOs again after that. It always kills me watching this because I'm just like, I don't know if I can just get back up and act like that didn't happen. Like, this kid's trying to get out of here as quick as possible. He's like, Yes, where is the exit? Where is the exit? <laughs> I mean, I've been to some, I've been to some poetry readings before and some jams and stuff, but uh, that was. Different. I feel like this has to that be was it. different. That has to be what this is for sure. Oh yeah, like <laughs> that's exactly what this is. I'm surprised they weren't, you know, <laughs> snapping their fingers. That was the why. I just the reaction of everybody as she does this. For me, when she cuts out, I'll never forget the first time I saw us watching her cut out the crotch of her pants. Yeah, I'm like... I immediately was like, what is getting ready to happen? Yeah. And then I didn't expect her to just go three fingers deep, first stroke, oh. immediately. <laughs> like, holy crap. Like, I was this, like, look right there. That shot right there. She was like, did not even Ooh. have to warm it up or anything. She is in there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not wrong. That's true. She is all the way in. And what is uh, is that SpaghettiOs on this finger over here? Looks like blood. And that, exactly. That's what I thought the first time I saw it. See, it's coming out. There it is. <laughs> yeah, I, we didn't see this the first time. Hang no. on. I missed that. That's why everyone looks so shocked. <laughs> She's trying to get closer. Look, she's like, what's happening? 
I just love the silence. I mean, I'm like speechless right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Interior semiotics. That's a good one, huh? That's a. Here, I'll give you. I'll give you. It something. reminds me of Inamart. Have you seen Inamart? Inamart. Yeah. No. Where. It's actually out of a movie that Charlie Sheen played in, like, years ago. And they're, like, they go to this, like, a poetry slam like that. And they're, like, and this guy sick. stands up and he's, like, standing in front of this blank canvas. And he, like, faces the audience. And he does his little saying. And he bends over, like, with this graceful bow. And as he bends over, he blows shit all over the fucking canvas behind him. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what just happened. So I was, like, in a mart. All right, so you are your podcast is gonna be you're gonna have a lot of things featuring sex, right? Yes. A lot of topics featuring sexual things. Yes. You do kinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I'm sure you have a lot of kinks of your own. I do. For sure. I like aggressive women. I uh-huh. always have. Like I have the biggest crush on Susan Sarandon. I oh. always have. Ever since Thelma and Louise, because she's Susan so Sarandon she's is a queen. Though. So angry in that movie. Yeah. And I'm just like yes. Yes, really? Queen. Oh, that's <laughs> you. Oh, you love. Okay, okay, I can see it. Yeah, Susan I like Susan Sarandon. A lot. Is amazing though. That's what uh, the guy that was the comedian that was in here last week or two weeks ago. Mike, he was talking about. He knew a guy that worked on a movie with him, her, and he had a tattoo on the back of his neck. And he said that she just like randomly one day traced it. And I was like, oh, I'd lose my shit. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Susan Sarandon tracing the back of my neck. Fuck it, I would lose my shit. Yeah, I'd be like, oh I'd my god, Susan that. Sarandon just touched me. Mm-hmm. But. Speaking of kink, I'm on about such to sh- an erotic spot. Anyway, yeah. you're I'll back in you. your neck. Come I'll show you a, a kink right here. What do you think is about to happen? It's called pony um, play. Pony play. Oh my god, it's something involving a horse. Like, um, is she about to suck this horse off? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Oh, I see the horse's tail. It does involve a horse. Oh yeah, it involves a horse. I don't know that I would. Oh, okay. She's the... Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> okay. His tail is a butt plug, right? I would assume so. Yes. Something like that. I don't even the know that this is completely plot. sexual. I assume it is, having watched some of, like, some of the outfits. Actually, it wasn't a butt plug. I'm a little disappointed in that. It's like hanging off of a belt. See, I remember the first time I watched, I always show those people, and they're like, do you think this is sexual? And I'm just like, I don't know. Yeah, probably. When you just look at this. Today we're out here a little bit. Out in a pony play competition where people compete in events and classes just the same as real horses do. That's like a, a human rodeo. Yeah. Nice. These events are very competitive. Just like a regular horse show event. I just love the, I love the looks. Oh, wipe out. <laughs> oh my god. You need cleats for this shit. <laughs> see this right here. Yeah, see, it's, it's hanging from a belt. I'm a little disappointed. Like, see, I feel like, though, they try to portray it as like a, oh, it's just like a hobby thing. And I'm just like, but it's not. I can see all of you. I mean, this is definitely a, a kink. sex thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. This is definitely a kink. That's not just. 
I mean, she's wearing high knee socks. Never in my life has a woman sported high knee socks at me and it not been an insidious Those are thigh-high socks. Yeah, thigh Those aren't socks. knee socks. Those are thigh-high yeah. socks. No one's ever worn thigh-high socks and had good intentions for me. <laughs> That's never happened. <laughs> really? No. What? Um, what? I was about to say, you never see, I'm talking about the thigh, like, no one ever wears thigh-high socks for no reason. You never, you don't just Oh, but there should still be good intentions. Oh, I mean, yeah, it's good intentions. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Wait I mean, a I, I mean I like, you're, you're. Only the best of intentions, yeah, come on. Yeah, mischievous intentions, okay. I'll say. I can't even hear what he's saying. Yeah, see, that's the part that always pisses me off. As someone who does a, lot of, does a lot of audio production, that's the part that always pisses me off. Is I'm just like, I would lose my shit on these people. I'd be like, take the fucking mask off so I can hear you. Right. This is ridiculous, dude. I know you're in character. See, but they fix it later. Now, one thing I will say... This is a big old lady he's with right here. No offense. No offense, man. I'm just saying. That's a oh big woman. That's a whole lot of woman. It's the giggle for me. Has a whole bridle in his mouth. Yeah. Now, or what is I that? It's called a bit, right? Yeah, it's yes. called a bit. A bit. But he and a Trojan. Here we go. Wild. That has to be so expensive. Oh my gosh! So these guys are like, like this is a for real, for real. Okay, not just, okay, I see what they mean by it's a hobby because they spend all of their free time doing this, yeah. Yes. Well, here's the one that I think is, I think is way more of a kink. I could see that's a hobby. This one was a lot. Logan told me, so Logan got real deep in this one and he said, listen, I don't think a lot of people deserve the death penalty, but this is ridiculous. You like dogs, right? I love animals. Period. So this is puppy play. Years, this one's, I think, more overtly a kink to me, it seems at least. Is this going to be bestiality? No. <laughs> Why does your brain always go there? I mean, what? <clears throat> the dog's concern is what always gets me in that first shot. You can tell even the, the dog is deeply he's uncomfortable. Like, he's like, you just ate my food. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you doing? Are you gonna Are you gonna try to play with my shit again? Yeah, he's like, what is happening? <laughs> Ordinary men. Yeah. This one feels more. See, he's not even in dogs character. Dogs can't play pool. You dogs don't have opposable thumbs. Yeah, you are out of character, <laughs> sir. Right, you're totally out of character. At this point, it's just a gimp. At this point, you're just wearing a gimp suit with a dog on it. You're not even doing the thing. 
See, this is the point. Because Hunter was like, you think it's sexual? Then this happened. I was like, yeah, I think it's a little sexual. Definitely. There's a lot of man-on-man hugging going on there. Listen, I've hugged a lot. Like, I'll hug people, but that's that's Oh, for much. sure, but... <clears throat> Not half naked. Or in a gimp suit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean... Oh, they're well. They've decided to be proud about it. Oh, good for oh, them. Oh, you have no idea. Good for them. Do they have doggy this, parades? No, this is the best part of the video. <laughs> As in, are these real people's reactions? Yeah, is these people oh, being like, "What is happening?" God. As this man, grown man walks to you other grown men. <laughs> Down the street on leashes. Dressed as a Dalmatian and the a Dalmatian Rottweiler. One, you know what? The Dalmatian one you could probably get away with. The dude in the black looking leather suit. I'm just like, The Rottweiler? Right. Yeah, this no, looks... No. This looks... He's hiking on a lamppost. The old lady. Is this in the UK? Yeah, this is in England. You know what? The thing, when I see shit like this, it makes me want to, it makes me want to do things to get reactions. I love getting reactions out of people. Yeah, seeing what they're going to say or do. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay, so, I mean, yeah, definitely. That's different. I mean, this is something else. They go to the park and everything. The doggy park? Did they go to the doggy park? Yeah. I love watching the dogs react to people because the dogs are, you can tell even the dogs are like, whoa. (laughs) The dog is like, something is not right about this. Something's wrong. I feel it. Dad, let's go home. Yeah. I don't have to poop anymore. Let's go back to the house. I don't want to be friends with that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to play with that dog. This dude, too. This dude is the bravest one to me because he's not in a dog costume. He's just he's out, just there out the here open. as he's himself like, yeah. walking to full-grown men <laughs> pretending to be dogs. And I'm just like, dude, everyone can see you. Everybody knows exactly what you look like. Yeah. I'm just like, well, eventually, one of these days, you're going to take your one of your homeboys for a walk, and somebody's going to be like, is that Jeff from is accounting? <laughs> I'd be like, who are you walking? <laughs> Is it Dave? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you guys were weird. <laughs> yeah, all the other, all the dogs were just super confused. Oh my God! It's the. It's the. <laughs> <laughs> The Michael Myers head tilt. Yes. That spooks you a little bit. Honestly, these guys would make a these guys would make a horrifying horror movie villain. Oh my for sure. Like How do you sleep in that? He's taking a nap in that shit. In that leather. Pen pup. What kills me is that dude for the longest time people will see him and they'll be like, I thought that was a chick for the majority of this video. As part of I was like, no. For real? Nah. <laughs> Today, it's more about 
social aspects about the headspace involved. My puppy name is Boobrush. I've been Boobrush. part of the, the puppy scene since... He's an academic librarian. I mean... <clears throat> to each his own. Yeah, like... Good for them. They found something that makes them happy. Like, that's the way I see shit like this. Like, is it odd to me? Absolutely. Because oh, yeah, 1,000%. I've never even thought about doing something like that. So, but I'm... Good you for know, you for finding your, your Yeah, place. like, I applauded. They're, now you will never hear me kink shame. Like, hey, I'm not a kink shame guy either. I'm just saying, I just like to look at things. I'm just like, this I mean, is wild. Yeah, because it's, I mean, thank you. I've never seen, I've never seen that. So. I've never seen puppy play or pony play, huh? Right. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm sure there's all kinds of other plays that oh, we yeah. don't even know about. Now I'm going to fall down this dark rabbit hole in the interwebs tonight yeah, like looking at is gonna all be, the other plays they have to offer your fifth episode, if I can find what I'm into your fifth episode is going to be furries and why furries, you should be welcoming right? of them I do know about furries furries though. are something else furries are something else that is some wild stuff. I fell deep into that rabbit hole. I figured out how they meet each other and everything, and it was terrifying. I'm like, so these people fuck in these outfits. Yeah. I'm just like, that sounds so... And I, when I say hot, hot, I don't mean hot like, ooh, sexy. Yeah, I'm like, like no, sweaty, that sounds gross, physically like, yes. awful. It sounds like I'm going to pass the fuck out. First off, I sweat like a whore in church anyway <laughs> when, I do these act, when I do said activity. I... Cannot imagine having two pounds of costume on every part of my body <laughs> on top of that. I would dehydrate. I would pass out. Yeah. Because I do. I sweat like a whore in church anyway. I'm like, I, I, you have to be someone who doesn't perspire a lot. And just pray for the best. I don't know. I bet those suits stink I bet so they're bad. in shape, though. With those people, they are all skinny. Yeah. That's a because you know what that's you, a workout. That's like going to the gym. Yeah, it's like a full cardio workout. Going to the gym and the sauna all at the same time. Yeah, you just oh god, I bet they do smell bad. But those, but those I'm costumes smell like rotisserie awful. death. Who is? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I think about that every time I see somebody wearing leather, like leather pants and stuff. I'm just like, ew, I bet they stink. You don't understand what you were doing to yourself. Yeah, that's the first thing I think of. I think about, about a lot of things, though. Like, I'm very, I don't know. Like, I think about sh watching movies that take place, like, a movie that's set back in olden days. Like, let's just say the Wild West. We'll just the use Wild the Wild West. West as an example. And you that's see all the... these cowboys, and they're riding these horses, and they're, like, going to these towns, and they're out. Of all I can think about is, and then they, like, hook up with some girl, and they're, like, whether it's, you know, a... A local girl at the saloon or some girl. They, I always think, ew, I bet they stink. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I can think about. Well, that's why I always, I always thought, like, I'm like, I bet that's why. Because you always see him take a bath. Yeah. Like, there's always a bath scene before they hook up. I'm like, that's because you took all your clothes off. And that girl was like, oh, hell no. Or, like, the Vikings. Get in the bath, like, bitch. Did you ever watch the show, the Vikings? Yeah, that I've always thought. Like, the medieval people. I'm like, God, I bet that. I bet everybody stunk. Yeah. I bet everybody smelled awful. Oh, my God. Then I, every time I see it in the Vikings, that show had a lot of sex scenes in it. And every time one popped up, that's all I could think about was, ew. Like, <laughs> oh, no. I bet that is disgusting. Yeah. 
I wonder if they knew. Like, do you think they, or was it just so commonplace for them to smell? That's probably that just they, so commonplace for people to smell. Like, they if, just if was com- like, that's like, just maybe normal. for royals. Like, if you were, like, you know, living in a castle and you had servants, probably, yeah. or you were just, you know, you had a little more money. But the peasants yeah, were but, just, that was, like, their stunk. normal smell. Yeah, they didn't even, they didn't even see it, it as a smell. Like, kind of like dogs. Like, dogs think that we stink because we smell good, and we think that they stink because they, they smell bad, yeah. so... It would kind of be like that. You yeah, think? I would assume that's like peasants just kind of like, cool. <laughs> peasants. You peasant. I mean, hey, we're all peasants at this point. Take your stinky dick away from me, you peasant. <laughs> I wonder what that was like. I, mean, I bet I bet you really had to love somebody if you were one of the royals and you were fucking a poor guy. You had really had to love that dude. Because you, you had a higher class of hygiene. Yeah. I bet you were like, God, you smell bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you smell awful. That's why all those movies about like, the princess falling in love with the squire. I'm like, that's ridiculous. That dude would stink. That would want... be so yeah. smelly. Yeah, she wouldn't want no part she of that shit. She would never choke on that. She'd be like, fuck that. <laughs> maybe she dumped like a bucket of water on him first. She'd be like, all right, maybe. <laughs> but to be fair, I don't know. I, you know, you never know. There were lots of bastards. This whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the medieval times always seems like a wild time. The wild, wild west to me, I'm always just like, that always seems like the wildest time to be alive. Because people just got... Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, like, just go out there and call somebody out in the middle of the street to have a shootout. Yeah, you could just be like, listen, I mean, you were going to go on the street. Hey, Bart. Yeah. You pissed me off. Let's step out here at high noon. One of us (laughs) has to die. You're like, fuck. I'm calling you out. (laughs) (laughs) One of us gets murdered now. And I'm just like, whoa. And then the whole townspeople just gathered around to watch these two people gun each other down. Just watch these two people murder each other. Yeah. I mean, like, seriously, think about that. That is crazy. I mean, everybody gathers around to watch people fight. That's true. But I mean, when was the Wild West? Was that in the 1800s? I would assume so, yeah. I would assume around the 1900s when they were like, maybe we should stop doing that. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, if you think about that, that wasn't really that long, long ago. ago. Not one too long ago. You could just storm into people. You could just... You could just drive up on somebody and be like, yeah, this is my farm now. Yeah. Things have changed a lot in a short period of time, I feel like. Yeah, we've become much more structured. Yeah. A lot more. Because, I mean, just like 200 years ago, you, you couldn't even really, you only had like single shot, single shot guns. Yeah, I mean, like in the bigger scheme of things, with as old as humanity is. We made a lot of advancement really quickly. Really quickly, Yeah. <laughs> we can now be peasants and smell good. Yeah. We wild. can be smelly good peasants. We can be smelly. We can be good smelling peasants, and it's a whole new world. That's why there's so many more people now. Because more, you know, more people are willing to. They're like, all right, you smell good. You can be good. You can be poor now. It's fine. It's acceptable. Gonna be poor back then, and you just have poor, and you it's smell bad. It's way more acceptable for the royalty to love you now. Yeah, it's way more acceptable for a rich woman to fall in love with you, or a rich man. Although rich men fell in love with, listen, I feel like that's just always been universal for men. If you were pretty, it didn't matter how you smelled. They'd be like, ah, we'll figure it out. Oh my god. I'll put you in a bath. It'll be all right. You think? Yeah. For a moment, I yeah, think that's it, true. It was guys, much more the guys are 
foul. Yeah. Like, guys are foul. No offense. Yeah, they are. But they don't give a fuck. No. They really, they really do. don't. Yeah, I know. Like, I have... The shaving thing's always blown me away. I'm just like, listen, I've never, like, personally, never cared. Never bothered me. Never been a problem. Never had a preference. And all of my friends are like that. They're just like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's nice. It's nice if it's shaved. That's super sweet. Appreciate you. But that's not going to stop me. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to pull your pants off and be like, <gasps> Madam, right. how dare ye? What? Yeah, like, that's <laughs> not going to happen. I don't know. Like, I talk to a lot of my guy friends about, and I love getting a man's respect because I am a female. I don't date females, you know? So, um, I don't know what it's like to be on the that end. end of the dating spectrum. So, I love talking to guys about their experiences and what they go through. And just, some of it's just completely mind-blowing. Some of the shit that they say and some of the shit that they're still willing to do, like... Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Ah, I found it. Cursed cooking. Oh, my God. This is going to be somebody eating something nasty. It's Norm. It's Norm. This is is the last thing I'll show you. Wait, is that a bra tattooed on him? Yeah, it's a bra tattooed with nipple stars. Norm, you are a rare bird, my friend. There's going to be a bit of a change to the recipe. Everybody likes to change the recipe up. These ones are going to have fries, cheese, pig shit, and pig piss. Ooh, Did you just say fucking pig shit? That's what he's eating? Well, he's eating french fries. But he's going to make put them on there. Now, what upsets me the most about this is this is a this is actually some pretty good, delicious-looking melted cheese, in my opinion. That you poured on here. <gasps> now, pause the video here. Wait, we're gonna pause it right here. Uh, so this thing around on him—that's that's called a dick cage. Yes. The thing in the middle, if you'll notice, if you'll notice right in this area, this is a bar that goes inside of his penis. That's called a sounder. What? It's inside of his penis? Yeah, hole, goes, like his pee hole? Yeah. Oh my god. That's called a sounder. A s- and it... Alright. It's called a sounder because every time you move or speak, it vibrates the bar inside of there. Also... What? You'll notice these little things around his wrist, those connect, I would assume, to some kind of chain. And then you'll notice the other tattoos on him. He's got naked ladies tattooed all over him. This is when he was younger. Is he pissing on his french fries? He is indeed. Now, first off, I find it impressive at this age that he has a piss in the chamber ready to go on command. That's very impressive bladder control. How is he peeing with that bar up inside of him like that? Because he's a champion, I would assume. Oh, my God. Nope, here we go. Shut the fuck up. Norm, what are you doing, my man? They can. (gasps) (laughs) I've seen this so many times, I know what comes. Now, if you'll notice, uh, we have never figured out what this is. This saying right here. Also, he has a thong tattoo, if you'll notice. 
I feel like I need to let you process what is occurring here as we watch Norm shit on the fries now. Oh. <laughs> okay. It's a lot. Oh, oh we forgot a little dollop. Uh, what? Well, the fact here's the thing: it always fucks Hummer. Hunter, my friend. Hunter, he is not gonna eat this. Are you gonna this. make me watch him eat this? Yeah. This oh. little, just a little bit of it because it's it's a whole lot to watch. But Hunter found this for me, and he says it always fucks me up. Is he's like he doesn't wipe. No, he <clears> didn't. He just sits down with that in there, and I'm like, ooh. Isn't that and then the melted cheese is the worst part because it is pretty good looking melted cheese. Oh my. my god. This makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, everything about this makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah, it makes you feel a little like, bit feel awful about yourself. For me, it's the fact that he posted this on the internet. Oh, maybe we won't watch it. The gods may have had mercy and defroze this whole thing and said no. Because I can see him. Doing his thing. Okay. He's alone. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's definitely a difference in kinks and mental illnesses. Like, <laughs> do you think Norm maybe has a mental illness? Is that I mean, if he's getting ready to eat this, yes. Oh, I'm absolutely telling you, he is absolutely going to eat this. I've I've watched him eat this more times than I can even really count. Like, I feel like that's definitely a mental illness. Because he did, does a lot. That's what I'm wondering. If, like, maybe he was traumatized by his dalliance with this young lady. I wish I could get to low where he does eat it. Like, now, it would be different if Norm was, like, okay, good for your dick cage and your piercing bar or whatever the hell that is. And if you want to put on a little pigtail. Poutine fries. Calls them poutine fries. So, by the way, poutine fries are Canadian. They are, it's just chili and fries mixed together. And cheese. Oh, there we go. He started to eat it. There it goes. Look, he even stirred it up. Well, yeah. To make it all. Oh, look at this gooey turd. Oh my god, he just said that. <laughs> look at this gooey turd. Oh no. Yeah, okay, so for sure. <laughs> this is mental illness. There is yes. This is this is oh. not a hang on with the slow there you go. That's always what gets me. <laughs> but there you go. Kyle. Cow cow cow. Oh my god. Special K, what are you doing to me over here? <laughs> this is what? These are the kind of videos when I ask for videos from or from people. Like I'm like send me videos to show people on the show. This is what I get from my friends. Okay, so I'll send you some videos, but they will that again. They'll pale in comparison to this. 
They will. They definitely will. I mean, I mean I'm not into... Okay, so... Norm's I, pretty strong. I don't... Maybe... Okay. I know that people are into fecal. They There are fecal fetishes. Like, yeah. dump on my chest. Okay, whatever. Dump on my forehead. Okay, not, whatever. Yeah, that's a little far. I'm not... That... That's a little much. I will, I will even consider that as a fetish as or a, a kink. kink. But when you start eating it, I feel like at that point, it's... You, you have a problem. Yeah. You've crossed the line. Yeah. Like you're consuming human waste. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know how it makes you feel. I don't know. I don't know how it makes me feel. I know that I'm definitely not into it. <laughs> no, I don't think any of us are into it. It's a lot. I think it's a lot. Well, Jasmine, thank you. I believe I don't have anything else for you. I don't have anything else to subject you through. Kyle, thank, thank you for having me. It was yeah. nice being here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, at The Planet Comedy on Facebook and Instagram. You can find Jasmine's podcast, Pretty Primal, I'm sure soon, on all the yes, same apps. You can find me on my website, prettyprimal.org, or on Instagram at prettyprimal, the number one. And then do you have the Facebook on there? So, yeah. Yeah. Also, take my surveys. I have surveys posted. If you go on my website, prettyprimal.org, I have surveys. Please take those. They're all anonymous. So feel free to be as honest as you can. And that'll, but, that'll pretty much do it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day or night. Do you have anything else you want to? No. Nope. Love you guys. Peace, love, and shrubbery.